0: Log Talk Radio.
1: You are now tuned into Kings of Non-Sequitur. Any topic, any subject, anything goes with your host, Jay and Frey. Hey everybody, welcome in. We are getting closer and closer to returning to life as we used to know it, as we have an an entire baseball season coming up to preview, not just a 60-game sprint, but the entire 162-game marathon, and we are here live for two hours to break it all down for you, and hopefully those picks will go a lot better than the uh, basketball picks that I just spit out to you guys the last time we were on the air. This is indeed Kings of Non-Sequitur, the off-season version of In Much Less Detail, the podcast. We are here with you live on a Saturday night, March the 27th, 2021. I'm Dre, he's Jay, and we are going to get into Baseball Preview 2021, the full-length feature, not just a little Three Stooges short, but the entire movie is going to be on deck, the whole show, not just some of the shows, so... Uh, something to look forward to. Uh, Jay, I, I don't even know how to get into the uh, March badness pick, so I, I won't even say anything else. I'll just let you take it away and, and, and have your, your cake and eat it, too, because I, I got no chance, man. You you blew me out on the very, very first weekend. It, it's it's yeah. over. It's all well, over.
2: I'm just saying I'll, I'll just get it out there. I, I make fun of myself for my – just making it up as I go along, and my lack of preparation, and, and you kind of had to do it. This it's harder than it looks, right?
1: Obviously, when I, I got my entire finals is is done after the <laughs> first three days of the tournament, both my championship teams yeah, dead.
2: When I was looking at it, because uh, we we do it on the Yahoo, and I looked at it, and I was literally like looking at the bracket after the first weekend. Like, the, the, there's no way you can beat me. <laughs> no, no, you have you have no pathways.
1: Nope.
2: So yeah, I I haven't beaten you on March Bad. I've beaten you before, but uh, I don't think I've ever beaten you to the point where it was literally over after the first week.
1: No, you beat you've my ass that, this year.
2: Yeah, you've done that to me.
1: Yeah, you, you, know, you have. Uh, thirty eight points by the Yahoo system to my thirty four, which sounds really close. However. Yahoo uh, helpfully has a section next to your points where it says possible points. So that means what you might be able to still earn because of your team still sticking around, your possible points is 138 still. My possible points is 62. I got no chance. And there's a chance. (laughs) So they're saying there's a chance, but I'm saying that there's no chance. I, I, I concede. I you could can... absolutely officially <laughs> concede. I got no way of catching you. Not a chance.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I just think it was funny because I think I was the first one that had a, a high-seeded team take a walk. Um, oh, yeah. And you texted me about Texas, right? You know, mm-hmm. oh, you know, shock at that smart. And then literally like <laughs> Illinois, gone. <laughs> Iowa, gone. You know. So I thought that was like, okay, all right. Where's your shock of smart now? Uh,
1: shut my ass up. <laughs> I, I had nothing to say after that. You ain't you ain't hear no text from me after that.
2: Oh uh, yeah, you know, yeah, I was that's, even that's watching to the point ass. where, where it was like a lot of my a lot of my like cool upsets never happened either. It was like, no, you know what, just kinda stick to it and slow and steady wins the race here. I'm hoping Houston takes care of business tonight. That would sort of I think be the final nail in your coffin.
1: Yeah, I'm and, we, not and even wasn't isn't it
2: ironic that we just joked about Loyola knocking off <laughs> Illinois? We joked <sighs> about it, but we just didn't have the stones to do it.
1: And that's got to be just the the crusher for anybody in in the Champaign Urbana uh, vicinity to have such a, a great team to have such a great talent, actual NBA talent. Two of them. Uh, Illinois hasn't seen talent like that uh, in a long time on the floor yeah. with, with Colburn and uh, the sumo and to lose to not just a team from upstate, not just a team from Chicago, but like if you're ranking all the Chicago college teams for like a franchise,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: Loyola doesn't rank yeah. very high. They haven't been good in a long time. They're probably behind UIC in the last 20 years and Northwestern, obviously, and here comes Loyola out of nowhere to put together two runs in the tournament that nobody would have ever predicted. Sister Jean is still up there. She's still kicking what well, we think it's Sister Jean. I don't know if they're doing a weekend at Bernie's thing at this point or what, but <laughs> we believe it's her, and yeah. they just keep going. They just keep playing that, that irritating-ass small ball with the cuts and, and doors that just, ugh. It, it makes you it makes you itch just to watch it because it's so like it's like fleas, it's like watching a bunch of fleas, trained fleas playing basketball, but they win,
2: but they keep winning. So uh,
1: congratulations to them. There's, there's, that's all you can say.
2: Yeah, you know, good team ball sometimes you know wins in the tournament over having the one or two superstars, and that's what you saw.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, the, the so Fighting a lion, I had no fight. <laughs> and they did
2: like that, they whooped them. Right. It was a 13- or 12-point win. I mean, because you just watched Illinois. They're like, the wheels just came off like quick, late, late in that game. Like you know, They kept getting it to like five or six. And then when it just started to get to the point where you just started having to hack people. And Loyola's, yeah. the other thing those little pesky teams do, they hit free throws.
1: It's amazing how that works. The, yeah. The, the the smaller you are, the less muscles you have, the better you are at shooting free throws. I don't know what the correlation is there. but
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to point out your big flaw. In your bracket, since you've you way too many Big Ten teams. <laughs> that's your big flaw oh. your bracket. See, My bracket and your bracket wildly diverged because I crapped all over the Big Ten. You did. And you were all uh, in on the Big Ten, and, and that's, you know, you got to live and learn.
1: Well, I figure if there's ever going to be a time for the Big Ten to <laughs> rise up. So <laughs> when you you got a tournament in the state of Indiana, there's nowhere else to go. You can't, you're not traveling anywhere. You're not going to California and you're not going to New York. You're not going to all these weird places. Uh-huh. Everything is right there in, in, in your country and your in the heartland. You're so familiar with Indiana. Maybe they're too familiar with Indiana. Maybe they just got sick of Indiana and just wanted to to go yep. back home and get the hell out of Indianapolis. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, it, you know, we call it March of Badness. It's fun. We do it every year. We self admittedly didn't really watch much college basketball this year and it was just sort of a you know, it was a COVID nightmare and I uh went through it, I looked at my metrics and you know, we, we, we did a show and it was fun and yeah. yeah I have a feeling next year you're gonna have a lot more research. <laughs> I know because I know how you like to lose, so
1: Yes, yes. You you already yeah. know. You, you know me so well. You're probably I can't- <laughs>
2: You're looking Can't at recruiting to to... classes as we speak.
1: <laughs> I'm getting the kinpom Palm ratings got, out, and that's I'm...
2: right. You've got your Bracketology 2022 all ready to go.
1: I'm ready. Uh, I got Joe Lenardi on speed you dial. Up. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna nail this next you year. Just
2: bought you. Just you just bought your ESPN Insider pass because you are like I am taking. <laughs> I am taking Jay down. No way. I'm not right. going out like that.
1: I'm buying brand new notebooks and filling them all up with notes next right. year.
2: I, I did. We, we had too late in the game. I realized next year I'm going to have my kids fill out a bracket.
1: <laughs> right, that's uh, because good. they they wouldn't want me this year. I know that much.
2: <laughs> I like their pretty colors.
1: Right. <laughs> What's their mascot? Bears. I like bears. <laughs> Stop, bears. Um uh, yeah, why not? Uh they, they could beat us on the football picks, uh, some some years yeah. in, those, in those week 17s and uh, they they came close this year. weren't they within a game? Uh we, uh, we all did good. Of two of us?
2: That was the one positive thing that, that came out of week 17 this year was that everybody did good.
1: Yeah, nobody uh, got embarrassed at all. It was uh, it was fun. And, and we beat they the were dime. right there. We beat the dime and they were right there with with us the experts that have been doing this podcast for 8 years now. Yes.
2: And we've earned that. We've earned that title, at least on the football side.
1: Not on March of Badness. Um, so yeah, and, and now baseball. We get to uh, show off our, our geniusness on, on some baseball and picking an actual full season. Uh, did you have any uh, observations about spring training or anything going into 2021 that you've uh, picked up?
2: You know, I mean, obviously some of it's going to tie into to what we're going to have as far as the show. Obviously, I don't like some of the rule things. You know, I still don't like the runner on second base um, to start the extra innings. That that's a little too gimmicky, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I had even thrown out there like just play it the way you normally play it, and I, I'm oh, I'd rather have a tie. I'd rather have them say, you know what, we'll play to the end of the twelfth. And we'll just call it a tie.
1: Maybe it ties this year in spring training.
2: I'm okay with it. I I would rather have three legitimate innings of baseball to to try to win a game uh, than, you know, we're going to put a guy on second base. We're like, you could literally lose the game with a uh, ground ball to the second baseman and a sacrifice fly. Or, or I, I one don't like pitch uh,
1: flare base hit to center field, and now all of a sudden you're losing, and you just you, you yeah. do one pitch and you're already uh, yeah losing. You don't have to hit the ball well; you just so have that, to get that, that the one. I in. like
2: that's the one I like the least. I'm assuming they kept the three batter minimum um, for relief pitchers, yes. which I like. Not that I like. Um, I think that changes. I know that I probably put a lot of guys out of work as far as being sort of like that loogie uh one out specialist, you know. Yeah,
1: I have no problem with the Loogies.
2: I I like the yeah. Loogies. Well it's fine if the Loogies comes in the Loogie comes in with two outs as long as you get out of the inning right. I guess. Then you're fine. But if you bring in the Loogie, you know, left the you know, which stands for lefty one out guy. That's an old fantasy term, you know, and baseball term. Uh, um you bring that guy in to get that third out and he doesn't Oops. Now you got
0: to.
2: Yeah, now that lineup flips over. Now he's got to. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a little more strategy involved. But I understand that's sort of the, what we'll call the Dave Roberts slash Craig Council rule. The like two yeah. guys who were you know, single-handedly trying to ruin uh, baseball. You know, <laughs> that they had to change the rules because of their bullpen use and starter use, even. That's more of that Wade Miley rule, right?
1: Yes, don't get get a guy warmed up and everyone thinks all day that he's going to start the game and then he pitches to one guy and leaves.
2: And walks him and then leaves.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And gets yanked, yeah. And I'm glad. So, so th- again, but, the, but yeah, the Dave Roberts and Craig Council usage of those bullpens and then with those openers, which was fine if they would, like when the Rays were doing it, they'd bring out a guy just to pitch the first. But mm-hmm. when we actually had a guy come out in a primetime time uh n l c s type situation, and the manager runs out a guy as a complete joke as it turns out to pitch to one guy and then go to the bullpen um first of all, I'm glad they lost that game, which I you know crapped all over when it happened uh and then they changed the rule because like no no, 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 we see what you guys are trying to no. so I'm okay with the three batter minimum uh, we don't have the nope. universal d h this year, eh. I like that. I'm a little more traditional on some things. I still think you need some separation between the leagues. I like that. Um, That's more, a little more traditionalist. You and I are not always the most traditionalist, you know, like we want the robot up, but I still like the pitchers having to hit. So (laughs) I'm okay with technology, you know, but I still have no problem with pitchers going out there and helping themselves and, Having that little separation, you know, historic separation between now. If they finally went universal DH, I have to be honest with you, I'm not going to complain all that hard. Uh, probably extend, it probably extends. It extends. Yeah, it extends careers. You probably get more out of your starting pitchers because you don't have to yank a guy who maybe you know because his spot is coming up in the lineup. <laughs>
0: uh, and course, with
2: this. that decision, you know, now and then it's the double switch, and you know. There's going to be a whole era of people who don't even understand what a double switch is if they go to Universal DH and the strategy of that and having to bench a guy at a certain point.
1: And that's fine. Uh, we're a generation of people that don't understand three to make two in basketball because they killed that rule before we were born, basically. And it's fine. You look it up and you say, oh, they used to do that. Interesting. And then you move on. That's fine. Right. Okay. It's just yeah. aesthetically much better well, I mean, with for the, with, the for the It's just horrible to watch pitchers hit for the most
2: part. Yeah, which but you know there are good hitting pitchers. They're few and far between. But we've seen them right. in our days. You know, there
1: are very few.
2: Yeah, I mean we've seen good hitting pitchers. We've seen bad hitting pitchers
1: that's the point most of the time it's much much worse it's very bad uh zach Gallen is the latest victim uh, i think he would prefer to universal dh he's uh out on the shelf because he hurt his hand or his arm uh, while uh taking batting practice which these pitchers didn't have to worry about batting practice last year so they didn't have to bat, uh, they did have to bat at all and now all of a sudden it's, it's the switching back and forth i think that is is irritating as well for me just of course, I want the uh, the universal DH period because it's just a much better game to watch. But if you're not going to do that, then go ahead and say, well, we're not going to do it and take it off the table. But it seems like it's always there; it's always hanging over everyone's heads. That it's going to be a bargaining chip uh, when the uh, when the, the new deal comes up when when the uh, collective bargaining expires at the end of the season. And it, it seems pretty clear the owners are going to use that as a chip and, and try to get something back in return because the players want the universal DH because, again, you know careers are, are, are you know lengthened because of it. and uh, So, yeah, they want it. The owners know they want it, and they're going to, instead of just putting it in, they're going to hold it over their heads and say, we know you really want this, but we got to have something in return. Yeah. So.
2: There had been some rumors or some talking about it when they were still trying to hammer things out that they were talking about doing a – Slightly shorter season with an expanded playoff, but they decided to go with the standard uh, playoff format, which I hate. So I would have actually taken last year's playoff format with, let's say, a 154-game schedule, because mm-hmm. um, if this means that we're back to the one-game play-ins and stuff, uh, uh, you know. So yeah, that's
1: what we're back to. That's right. Yeah,
2: I actually liked last year's playoff format. So I, I would. So again, not, not, don't have to always be, you know, get off my lawn. I do like when they make changes to me that make sense. And that, what was that, the thunder? Holy crap.
1: Yes. I, we we talked about this before the show started. That is though. ominous.
2: We <laughs> got some <laughs> we nice weather. Uh... It's been like a brother to me. It's been nice <laughs> knowing you.
1: Oh, this is nothing, dude. Man, you, you think that's ominous. Oh, my gosh. This is, uh, I, I don't want to say it's light down here, but it's it was heavier this morning. I will say that. Oh, okay. It was, uh, the whole house was lit up this morning, like like I had the lights on. That's how much lightning we had, and lightning Damn. and thunder. And then it cleared out and got a little sunny, and now it's back. And yeah, we've had uh, tornado watches and uh, severe thunderstorm warnings, and then you, the whole nine yards going through. I'm shocked our power is still on because usually uh, um, our, our power is very uh, uh, likely to go out because heavy weather like this seems to always knock it out at least for for a little bit. Um, my, but my phone is fully charged. If we uh, if we do case go down, I, got a, yeah. <laughs> I will uh, find a way to call yeah. back in. I'll use the phone flashlight to read my notes or something. I don't know, but yeah, it's 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 bad down here. Um, I considered uh, uh, moving the show because of how bad it is, but that's will be very problematic considering you're off the grid next week or uh, starting tomorrow, yeah. really for the entire yeah, week. Yeah, we so
2: leave for vacation tomorrow afternoon and then we won't be back until Friday, like late Friday. Like no chance we're doing a show late. Probably like 11 o'clock midnight on Friday. And then I flip right around to Saturday for the draft.
1: For the big fantasy uh, uh, baseball draft draft for our our money league.
2: Right. So you would have thought, oh, okay, I'd be available to do the show Saturday night. Ah, not so fast because Saturday night I have to take my kids be and in in Grant Grant and cute factors. Uh we're going to see Godzilla versus King Kong on Saturday night. Actually making oh. the trip out to the movie theater uh for a movie that all three of us want to see cuz so, you know we're you know, we're team Godzilla here. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> definitely definitely not team King Kong. We're all team Godzilla. So go Godzilla. Um
1: what a then, shock you're taking a big favorite over your, over the underdog.
2: Yeah, you're going chalk. <laughs> yeah. Well, it worked for me this year, so just remember that. <laughs> if you had King Kong in your bracket, I'll let you know if that doesn't work out. That'll be so. If you're on, if you're, if you're, you know, Team Kong, the way your bracket went this year, that's not that that's not looking good for King Kong. Um, and then Sunday's Easter. Mhm. So yeah, I would, literally, if we couldn't have snuck the show in tonight, I could not have done a show for you know week and a half.
1: Right. It would have been after the baseball season starts on Thursday yeah, that you would have been.
2: Which, which is fine. I mean, I don't think that, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you have a whole weekend of baseball under your belt that you're going to go, oh, well, that team's not going to do. You know, what's well, sort of how we get the overreaction theater going on with our fantasy league, right? You get a guy that somebody's hot for, and he goes out and he, you know, has a two-home run series. You know, the, the Mike, I believe that was the Mike Morse uh, analogy.
1: Yeah. Beat me to it. I was about to tell you that one of us has to put Mike Morse in our hall of infamy one day because of how unbelievable oh. that first week that he had was.
2: And then he goes and for thirty-five dollars in our in our fantasy
1: Mike Morse
2: in our fantasy yeah. auction. Yeah, he, he goes for like top tier money and uh, did not live up to that contract. No. Well. But
1: you can't. I guess you, you can't pass it up when he starts out that high because you, you don't yeah. want to take the risk that this and is. I want to say.
2: I want to say we bailed on that bidding right around the twenty mark.
1: Yeah, we were. we like, okay, we, this, we yeah. kept looking at each other like, "What? This is this is the Mike Moore."
2: Mike, which is the so. So it's again. So I, I do want to thank you also for standing <laughs> in, uh, doing some of your first actual bidding, uh, although it was virtual and fake. That's, the, that's why
1: I was able to do it because it didn't count. <laughs> yes,
2: but uh, so I listened in. So they because we're doing our our thing on Zoom this year. So I appreciate that you jumped in in my stead because I was on my way home from work and not able to participate. But yeah, I my I, my take because they finally asked my opinion. I was like, uh, I liked. I think it sounded like I couldn't see it, but it sounded like it went smoother when it was just all wide open. And then it was like mm-hmm. as they kept trying to make it quote unquote easier. It got harder
1: yeah because it was not what it was practice the first time we were trying to do uh, where making it easier was uh, making it easy for the commissioner by when we would be out of a bidding we were go down to uh, to the bottom of our screen and and turn off our video which means that now the uh, commit I say the commissioner I meant the auctioneer uh, Marty Horn um, the guy that's actually running the auction now if you're out he's seeing instead of 12 and 14 ugly ass faces he's only seeing you know five or six and for him he kept saying this is much better this is much better now i don't have to look at so many guys who are trying to bid and only a few of them are actually bidding but i don't i can't really tell cuz they're all you know here and you're all looking at the cameras uh as opposed to when you turn them off and there's only right. two or three it's much easier to tell who did what who bid what so it was much it, Yeah, it, it was rough the first few times we tried it uh, because it was new and we were not on the same page. And some of us are still talking, even though our cameras are off. And so it was still right. a little confusing. Um, it did get much smoother later. But yeah, those first few times, it was it was kind of chunky. Um, but, but I think they figured it out. I think the, the biggest problem, and, and I don't know if they want to admit to it, but there's a couple of guys uh, that their lag time was awful. Like it was it wasn't all of us, all of us seem to be on the same page except for a couple. And it's going to be those couple of guys that, kept, if, if you notice when you were listening, that when we're doing the, the once, twice sold, it was a couple of guys that kept coming in with their bid after the sold, like a full second after the guy said sold. And it's like you guys weren't even close. And they were like, Yeah, we were. We were we were in underneath. And it's like, No, you really weren't. You just don't really <laughs> yeah, I heard you a couple weren't. of
2: those. I heard a couple of those. Well, and that's why I know that the the big talk, and I know we're boring people with this, right? But the big talk from the commissioner was just don't wait till the last second to bid. Not this year.
1: Yeah, but that's like in that's so many guys that's I know. what they do. They they well, love waiting well, for that last second.
2: Uh us? I'm totally you know I'm guilty of that.
0: Yeah, but
2: I mean, we always know. lay in the weeds. Like we pass on a guy, wait for the thing to open up, let the bidding go, and everybody. And then we jump in like way late on stuff.
1: Yeah, but what you do, you don't do it where it's once, twice, and like right at the the no, right at the club You're trying to get no. a bid in. What you do is you don't you you say five dollars and then pass and wait until it gets to twenty three. And when it goes once and then right about twice, you're like, 24. Uh, it's like, wait a minute. I thought you.
2: And then everybody, <laughs> at the yeah. Then the people at the table all look over like, oh, uh, oh, wait. You know, you get, I like that feeling where you only think there's two players left and then you throw that unstable element back into it.
1: Yeah. That's what you do. Yes. That's me. But there's other guys that I'm the ninja, always. Ninja. Are, <laughs> there's other guys that are always waiting until the very last moment. Oh, I was like, what are you waiting for?
2: Well, in a, in a room full of people, that's fun.
1: But on Zoom, you're, not so much. Yeah,
2: when you're online and you're basically – the whole goal is to just try to power through. Let's just get it over with. Let's just all get our teams and not be doing – like I have a 7.20 p.m. movie to be at that night. I want to be at it. I don't want to be <laughs> on my computer for 10 hours doing the draft, which I don't think will happen. But
1: I sure hope not. We're starting at 9. If we're still going by yeah. 3, that's a problem.
2: Nice which is what there. we're typically done anyways. I actually think there are some parts of it which are going to speed things up because there's going to be a lot less of the the side talking, right?
1: That's where I it's going to be less side talking, it's going to be less time going to take a piss because we don't right. have to wait in line for everybody to to do it, you know, we're all doing it in and then in, in our own house. Uh there's going to be less time for That's lunch we're not <laughs> We're not waiting for a pizza or three pizzas yep. or six pizzas to be delivered uh so that's going to be uh, less time so yeah there's there's a lot of elements there should be a lot less time taken uh where i know it's going to get filled up by some lag time and some arguments over wait i was on time no you yeah. weren't because you're you're late so that's going to uh take it uh, hopefully nobody drops that's really going to mess things
2: up right but yeah, I, wow. I actually expect it to go fairly, fairly smooth. I, I was actually, I, le- I left that call on Thursday night optimistic about our prospects for getting at least getting it done. You know, thank yeah, God I we're not it's... starting with. Thank God we're not starting with a whole roster, twenty-three players per team, and we have to try to get no. Basically, you're you... only going through about half the players.
1: Yeah, it's to maybe like a little more than half. Those so. know.
2: yeah. So, yeah, I I am excited for. It. No, I actually have it's funny cuz my wife for Christmas ordered me Lou Malnati's pizzas.
0: <laughs> okay. So we so have a bunch of
2: we have a bunch of Lou fr- uh, pizzas in our freezer so I'm going to see if she'll throw one on for me. So when we get to the lunch break, I'll actually be showing like, "Hey, <laughs> I got in honor of mm-hmm. our draft, I'm still going to have my Lou Malnati's pizza." So
1: you'll actually get uh, to replicate that part of the day.
2: Yes, so we're half an hour into our baseball preview. We haven't reviewed any <laughs> baseball.
1: We're dreading. We're,
2: any... we're, we're avoiding it.
1: Exactly. You're not going to send any pizza to me, you selfish bastard. Um, you no. Know,
2: she got a deal. <laughs> Did I tell you about this? She got like th- yeah th- this eat Chicago or whatever. It was free shipping.
1: Yeah, you, you told me. I, I meant to check it out. Uh, I put okay. it all, so maybe I'll. Yeah. Uh, maybe no Giordano's. Do it after the show.
2: No Giordano's, but uh, you know, lumalnati's with the butter crust is a very close second.
1: Yeah, that's uh, it, it's 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 good. It's fine. It's all right. <laughs> and,
2: yeah, and, it's better. And, and, okay, I'll set it this way: it's way better right. than I can get here.
1: And, and I was just about to say it's it's all right, and it's also yeah. a sight lot better than anything in Memphis, as far as pizza. Sight. Yeah, lot it's better.
2: funny because one of my one of my coworkers just got back from Las Vegas, and he was on vacation out in Vegas, and he came back, and he's. Uh, I asked him if he went to this eat at this one place. I asked him if he went to the hash house. You remember the hash house?
1: You were yes. there. Yes.
2: And he's like, oh, no, we couldn't get in because they had limited, you, you know, you had to get like a oh, list. And yeah. couldn't get." In. I was like, oh, my God, you did not get the chicken, fried chicken Benedict. I'm like, okay. He's like, well, you know what they did have there? I was like, well, no, no. What did they have? They're Giordano's. Huh. So they're walking down the strip and they see Giordano's and they're like, oh, hey, that's the place where Jason brought us all pizzas from, right? Because I would bring them back the pizzas to my work you know spread the love of giordano's so they went in there and uh i was like well how was it you know i was like what well, was it like fresh i mean was it better than the frozen stuff i bring said, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like oh okay so so you know he's like no we we totally appreciate the frozen because that's like good enough, you know. Because that's still way better than that frozen one is way better than anything we can get here. He's like, man, right. going there and eating there and having it fresh. He's like, there, there was nothing that compared to that. No comparison. So, absolutely yeah. no so, comparison. Some
1: more free endorsements for Giordano's. We seem to do that yeah. once or twice if, as show. if
2: the big, as if that big advert ad- advertising board that they have. Right behind home plate at Wrigley Field isn't isn't big enough <laughs> advertising now. We we I love to plug the Giordanos.
1: Good shit, man. Now, right. I remember
2: I remember you know, that that six months uh sleeping on your couch. Every time a big game was coming up, it was Giordano's night, nope. right? Let
1: me, let me get my phone and he calls Giordano, let's get this delivery going now. <laughs> I'm not wasting any time.
2: Only the big games yes. though. The other games that Taco right. Burrito King, it could have been J J. Fish, that could have been any of those other places, right?
1: In in Chicago, there's so many choices.
2: Yeah, but the big games was deep dish Giordano's. That was the big game.
1: Pretty sure that uh, Super Bowl where the Giants knocked off the undefeated Patriots. I'm pretty sure that was Giordano's.
2: That was the Giordano's and the uh, NCAA championship because I was there. Because I was basically there, you know, January to June when you finally was like, get out of here. Your girlfriend's coming over.
1: (laughs) Is that the... Kansas over Memphis. Yes, game. it was. We, uh, that we just yes. talked about yeah. it on the last show. Yeah, that was. That
2: was Giordano's. <laughs> that was Giordano's night.
1: Yes. Yes, indeed. All right. So
2: let's preview some, some, some baseball. All
1: right. I was interested in the uh, playoff situation because – it wasn't unless I didn't hear it. They they really hadn't been talking about is it going back to last year? Is it going back to this year? Whatever. So I went to the actual MLB dot com website, thinking that there oh. would be some clarity. No, and man, it I'm bouncing around. I'm looking. I'm trying to find. I got they got special dates and and you know everything that's coming up and everything. I just could not find anything. And finally, I found an article that was dated March 25th, in which the actual website, the MLB dot com website, says. The postseason schedule is not yet official. Oh. I don't know what the hell they're waiting on. Like, the season starts in less than a week. The actual season starts in less than a week. It's on Thursday. I don't know why it's not. I'd love to
2: see ah. see the NFL try that. Like, week week four of the preseason, and they go, "Eh, still don't know how many teams are going to make the playoffs yet, guys. We're working it out.
1: We'd like to announce three days before the season starts that there's going to be an extra team in the playoffs this year. Go get them, everybody.
2: Wow. Um, I would say shorten the season, expand the playoffs, eliminate the one-game play-in game, which I just dread and hate. So I, I think you agree.
1: Yeah, I, it's it's hokey. It's It's not just hokey, but it reduces the beauty of a six-month, 162-game season down to one game. Yeah, and but but I understand why they do it because it's all about the ratings. It's all about getting everybody ginned up like it's a football game and it's everything's on the line. It's winner take all. You know, I, I get it, but it's hokey and you don't really need it. But uh, obviously the ratings are such that it, it's, it's a it's a big hit, and I and I understand that too. I understand why the, the winner take all. So it's 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 not going away. It's here to stay, and and I get it. But it, it, yeah, I'm not a fan of it either. Um, but as far as the postseason, I I, I, I picked. The divisions and I picked two wild cards because I think that's what it's going to be like it used to be and I and yep. I'm not picking anything, uh, you know, forward any no more than that.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Um. So yep. yeah, the we talked about the 10th inning rule is once again back the seven, uh, inning double headers also return. I'm not a I'm fan reading, of
2: that one either. I'm not a fan yeah, of that and,
1: one either. I'm not either, but what I read is it seems like those two are almost like COVID rules. Like they have those in for last year and also this year just because they're anticipating, you know, more attrition than normal because of possible COVID
2: uh, situations okay. still. Yeah. And so it's that a precaution. It's
1: likely that those will go away uh, starting next year. Uh, we'll, we'll so that... I would
2: be. I would. I would stand up and and slow clap for watching that 10th inning <laughs> rule disappear because it, 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 it's atrocious.
1: And lots of minor league rules uh, testing, like different things all around the different minor leagues. This is what you. This is what happens when you basically destroy what used to be the minor leagues and you take it under your umbrella. Now you can play with each league and say, okay, you test uh, test out yeah. this new rule. You get bigger uh, bases, uh, which which ostensibly makes it harder to throw guys out stealing and, and makes it uh more exciting what I, okay uh, i don't know who came up with that idea whatever but one of the leagues is testing with robot umps
2: i'm, I'm on all on for robot it. umps i'm all they're for getting it getting closer as long as they're not angel hernandez series robot umps <laughs> i'm all for it
1: the cb buckner robot ump
2: yeah the eric gregg randomly the eric gregg 3000. <laughs> that thirty-seven inch wide strike zone. Oh man,
1: uh, Levan Hernandez will be very much. I remember the of it was, the, uh, that was a rig. while
2: back. That was last year when I sent you that like on this day thing where it showed. Oh the, my
1: god! It
2: was worse than I remembered <laughs> it, and I remembered exactly. it, and, and I remembered it pretty damn bad.
1: Exactly, that's how I felt. It's like, oh my God, it was way worse than I thought it was. Those pitches were
2: a foot and a half off the plate. Like, the if he was throwing to the lefty, he would have hit the righty in the batter's box. <laughs> and those were being called strikes.
1: Strikes with emphasis, like, yeah, he really oh. got
2: him. Yeah, Eric yeah.
1: Gregg was, his, yeah. his, was on his thing. Yeah. That he was
2: all Enrico Palazzo yeah. on that one.
1: He was into it. You really wrung them up. No, that's
2: that's the ball. all <laughs> a oh, foot and a half out of the zone. That's the ball. If you can't swing and hit the ball, how's was going break.
1: <laughs> and the batters are not even arguing. They're just walking out like, okay, fuck this shit. This, this, this. <laughs> not even not even worth arguing. Uh, okay.
2: Oh man, so. Yeah, All it right. doesn't I feel we, icky this year, right? We don't feel icky doing it. Like we remember last year at this time, we were kind of like, eh,
1: "Why are they doing this? Why are they?" It this? This
2: feels wrong.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, well, they got away. You know, with it. Uh, Justin but, Turner ran out on the field after getting pulled, and they breathed on everybody, and then no one died, so they they got lucky. They, they got away with it. Uh, so everybody's back.
2: But uh, was, you know, I they, had some good calls last year. I felt I, felt, you know, I had the Padres uh, last year taken that jump, and they certainly did, and they took it, and I think, you know, they might as well take another one, because they're loaded, um, and uh, the Blue Jays, maybe a year too two soon uh, to make some waves, so felt pretty good about right. those couple, those were my two sort of like, whoa, you know, I think those runs were a little divergent, Don.
1: Right, I thought that the Blue Jays had no chance, because they have no home field, and where are they going to play, and I, I guess it didn't matter, when you got that kind of talent, you just, wherever you play, is, is you just do damage there, so uh, they're not the Buffalo Blue Jays this year. They're the Dunedin Blue Jays. Going to
2: stay well, down in their in, spring training home. or whatever
1: D- is, that, is that? what it's pronounced? I thought it was I Dunedin. So. I don't know. Okay. Where, wherever they're playing is not in Canada because they're not letting the uh, the dirty Americans back in the country yet. So. Okay. Uh, but. But they 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 did well last year, so we'll see how they do this year. So we're finally ready to pick. Uh, Thirty-seven minutes into the show. <laughs> Got to make it official. All right, as is our tradition, we start our preview in the division of the champion from the previous season, and the Los Angeles Dodgers, after years and years of trying, finally broke down that door um, and won the World Series last year. So give me your impressions of the 2021 National League West.
2: Uh, Yeah, so the way I really did it this year was I – I broke down maybe a little different than what we're used to. Um, but the way I looked at it, cause again, I'm fried. My, my work this month has just been insane. So, uh, this is, we're breaking like all sorts of, this is what happens when you just, you know, pump money into the economy, people spend it. And I've literally just, I'm running on empty. Plus <laughs> I know I've got a <laughs> vacation that starts tomorrow. So I'm on fumes. So the way I did it this year for myself was I took a look at each division, And I basically decided who's going to battle for the division, you know, because each division, as I look at it, and a couple of them maybe there's three, but there's a lot of divisions in baseball where it's really it's a it's a two horse race, you know, no matter how hard you try uh you're just not going to pull no matter maybe you will I but I don't you know see myself pulling you know some like the D-backs I'm not pulling them over the finish line you know <laughs> you know it's like uh, you know but no the NL West to me it's it is literally it's a two horse race it's the Dodgers and the Padres the Padres and the Dodgers I don't think there's any other way that you could stack up that division you could be looking at two 100 win teams that end up coming out of that division the Dodgers you know the Dodgers are who we thought they were, right? They're, they're, the, they're the league champs. They, you know, they didn't have to worry about banging on trash cans. Maybe that made a difference. But that lineup is completely stacked. They go out and they add uh, Trevor Bauer, basically a Cy Young-level pitcher. So you've got Kershaw, Bauer. Maybe that, that, uh, yeah, that lineup is just disgusting. When your worst starting pitcher is David Price, you're okay. <laughs> yeah. He's the worst we- guy.
1: And when you can't fit Dustin May into the damn rotation.
2: Right. And in the lineup, you know, they did not have to make any major splash on their offense. And you look at a lot of teams where you see big signing, big signing, big signing, we're going to plug and play this guy. You know, the Dodgers are just like, no, we're good. Yep they are they are basically rolling out with almost the exact same team that they had last year. They don't have to change the back end, they don't have to change the bullpen and then they add Trevor Bauer to that rotation. So yeah, I think the Dodgers they're all right. They're in good shape. Um but then you look at the Padres. The Padres were the team that's like, no no, we're going to we're going to make the splash, right? Where were the Padres weak? They were weak in pitching. They go out and just say, you know what, we're gonna go out, we're gonna get you Darvish who had completely turned himself around. We're gonna add Blake Snell, uh, bring him over from the AL, put him in an N L situation, and in that ballpark, you know, so now he's gonna be pitching in those West Coast ballparks, uh, versus trying to pitch against the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, you know. Yeah all the time. And in and in, in, in tro- and in the trop, right? So, you know, basically a little bandbox down there. Now he's gonna take you know, a really good resume out to San Diego. Yeah, I I really like the Padres this year. You take all those young guys that were sort of starting to blossom and you give them another year. Um I I, I like the kid that I like this kid this kid they picked up from the Brewers that the Brewers just would not give a chance to is this Trent Grisham. Yep. Um, who's sort of you know, and I don't know what the problem was. I know it was a crowded outfield situation. They've got they've got Kane and they've got and It was like where they, they just where are you going to put this guy? Uh, but he ends up going over there in the trade, and I, I really like him. So they've got him sitting at the top of their lineup. They've got you know they've got young fast guys in that lineup. Uh, so a little more speed I want to say overall than the Dodgers. I don't know quite for sure who i like to win this one. I'm going to have them both in the playoffs, and I've got them both finishing on the right side of 100 wins. I think they're both that good this year. And I think they are going to just cannibalize the rest of that division. That's why I have them. They are going to feed off the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, and the Giants like you wouldn't believe.
1: Yeah, I you don't have any argument off the top from me about that. I don't think it's uh an upset to say that I concur with that uh situation. Um I don't think it's a, a cop out or like, oh god, they're just going with the the teams that are uh pretty good and just yeah. throwing everybody they're else to the wolves. Well, they're yeah. they are that damn good. Like jeez. They're uh, you look at those rosters and they're, they're head and shoulders above the giants and the diamondbacks and the Rockies. No doubt about that. Especially the Rockies uh, after they dumped Nolan Arenado, now yeah. they're going to dump Trevor story before the trade deadline. That's going to, that team is not trying. They are, they are basically tanking. They're going to be left with uh, you know, 34 year old Charlie Blackman is their best player and they might get rid of him too. So they're clearly not trying. Right. So you can take them out of the mix and then that leaves the diamondbacks and the, and the giants. And, um, they're so, uh, far below San Diego and, and Los Angeles that I basically didn't even pick them, uh, three and four. I just said, uh, uh, call it a tie, whatever yeah. Arizona and San Fran finished, it'll, it'll be the same. They'll have the same record. They'll, they'll both come up with like 74 wins or something like that. Um, and yeah, that leaves San Diego and, and LA. I picked L.A. to win the division again, because that's what they do. They they win the NL West. They don't usually go to the championship and, and win it, but they did last year. So I think kind of like the, you know, the 90s Braves, that was their one trip through the postseason that actually turned out in their favor. So congratulations. They got the rings. No one can ever take it away from them. Um, you know, savor it and, and lap it up. I'm not going to pick them to do it again, just because they usually don't do it, uh, but But there's no doubt how good they are, how well put together that that franchise is. I just think brawling with the Padres all year is probably going to leave them spent by the time the playoffs get here. And same thing with the Padres brawling with the Dodgers all year. So I I think I'm going to have both of them come up short in the playoffs, not for lack of trying, but just because they're going to be beating on each other all year and and maybe limp to the finish line a little bit. But, yeah, the Padres, the, the talent keeps growing. They keep adding they got talent already and they keep adding more talent um and then they lock up their star shortstop for 14 years so it's like no he's not going anywhere uh, there there's no doubt about Fernando Tatis at all they they absolutely did not play around as far as uh, locking him down um they, yeah they're scary they they the Dodgers should be afraid of them coming for their for their division crown and and leaving him behind um i can see Tatis winning the mvp uh this year obviously the closer for the Padres that's the potential black hole um, I think they're going to give Emilio Pagan a, a shot at getting it done and, and he, can, he can go He's he's got a chance to have that all year long but um, if he doesn't it kind of gets a little frightening behind him um, yeah there's a yeah. lot
2: of guys in that pen that have closing experience but that aren't necessarily good closers
1: that right. may have been decent at one time or another, but right. you might not want to count on them right now. Um, yeah, Mark Melanson and Keone Keela, guys right. like that. Um, and Drew Pomeranz is a little interesting because he keeps going back and forth between starter and, and reliever, and now he's uh, come on last year. Apparently, this is going to be his thing for the rest of his career. He's going to be the, the, the left-handed shutdown guy who's going to come in, and he's not going to be a loogie. You, you don't have loogies anymore, but he's very comfortable right. coming in for for three batters or more because he's you know a former starter so he's he's not going to be tired out anytime soon so he's he's just letting it go just come in come in let it rip go as hard as you can and 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 see what happens so that's that's a good thing he might wind up being the guy at the end uh,
2: when it's all said and done
1: but yeah NL West easy to call Dodgers Padres one two either way And
2: this is the division that just kills me because one of these teams is going to probably have to play one game yeah. To decide if they make it to the postseason or not. Playing game, gotta love play it. Playing game, take all. And, and I got like I said, I I could see both of these teams on the right side of Andre I can too. Yeah, I can imagine that.
1: Um, the only thing I want to mention about the Diamondbacks is just because they have in that infield, of course, your favorite player of all time, Ketel Marte. I'm going to bring oh, him man. up every Marte. year because I know. How much you love the fact that he came out of nowhere a couple of years ago to go from like five homers to yeah. thirty something and, with no uh, yeah. power? It kid has no power. None. <laughs> he just kept running into it.
2: But neither does Jorge Polanco. How many home runs did he hit that well, season?
1: Yeah, there you go. So uh, that that's another uh, unofficial rule that we didn't talk about is they're supposed to have done something with the baseballs that takes a few feet off of the uh, the tail end of, of those home run jacks. Oh. i tell you what, watching these spring training games, they didn't take enough off because those balls are still getting launched. So I don't know if it's yes, going to be too much yes.
2: different. well, especially in the desert. Those balls always get launched.
1: That's true. But you would think you'd see some uh, scaling back if they did do something significant to the baseballs, even in the desert, and that there, there's no scaling back.
2: Yeah, I mean, if all of a sudden, you know, Kettle Marte is hitting, you know, he's all of a sudden he falls into the – he's got the WTP, you know. No. We'll see. The
1: warning track power.
2: We love the warning track power, don't we? WTP.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. The uh, NL West, easy to call. How about the National League Central?
2: Yeah, well, that's, you know, the home division of uh, my Chicago Cubs. I only have one team coming out of this division this year. Um, it's
1: not going to be the Cubs.
2: It's not going to be the Cubs. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the Cardinals um, to win this division. I was, you know, I liked the Reds a lot last year, and man, that pitching was so good. Boy, they let me down. Yeah, they really let me down. But I, I think the Cardinals. They got Arenado. I like their starting pitching. I think they're the most complete team. Which you know, as a Cubs fan, just kills me to say. Um, this is one where I will give you a one through five. I actually went Cardinals, Reds, Cubs. Brewers, Pirates. Although I will take those three middle teams to probably all three win like eighty to eighty-five games. Right. I honestly yeah. think the Cardinals win this division, but I don't know if they do it with much more than ninety. The, the eighty-eight might win that division. Uh, that is probably the most parity-filled division I think in the league. I think there's one other one, which is the other central division, which is also a very parity-filled league, which means it's not very good. When I say parody filled, um, but I think that the Cardinals did just enough. I mean, obviously going out and getting Arenado, who should not have been available. This sound familiar from our football?
1: The heist, absolute heist.
2: Yeah. yeah, you put him in the middle of that lineup with Paul Goldschmidt and the De- the De- young, the De- young, and those. It's like, come on,
1: they got him for five dudes. They just threw <sighs> some dudes in a bag and said here, and the Rockies said okay. Man.
2: So, yeah, the bench is a little weak. I, I don't necessarily trust the bullpen, although your buddy Alex Reyes is now looking like he could be f- filling in for some some late inning opportunities. Uh, Andrew Miller's there. he's a quality veteran, you know, and the, the starting rotation isn't great, but it might be the best starting rotation in that division, which just isn't saying much. The Reds are good, too. <laughs> Even without Trevor Bauer, I think, you know, you still have Louis Castillo. They still have quality arms in that Reds starting rotation. I, I I almost took the Reds as sort of my post-hype team to make that jump. I could see the Reds challenging for the division, but I think everybody in that clump of Brewers, Cubs, and uh, Reds falls up about three games short, and, and that the, the Cardinals sort of by default win that division and the Pirates are, are trash. So don't need yeah. to talk too much about the Pirates. If you're looking for a little bit more Cubs-centric, eh, you're going to lose a lot of games 8-6, to six, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, they, they've got the offense. I, I have no fear. Uh, jack Peterson, so far this spring, looks like he was an absolute steal. Um, but he is what he is. I mean, he's going to hit a ton of home runs. He's not going to hit for a high average, and that's the problem I have with that Cubs lineup, is who is going to get on base. The only way that team can get on base is to jack home runs. Uh, So that Cubs offense is basically its own rally killer, and uh, the lineup, the rotation uh, scares me, and the bullpen scares me. So that's why I said they're going to lose a lot of high scoring. They're going to win a lot of high scoring and lose a lot of high scoring games. They'll be fun. They might be the most fun bad team in baseball.
1: Yeah, they're uh, when you talk about their firemen and putting out the fires, Craig Kimbrell, he's looked like he's been done for a few years. Uh, right yeah, now, Craig so. Kimbrell
2: is done. Uh, I, I know that there's a sort of groundswell movement going uh, that, that want Ryan Tepera to be the closer. He um, can't be worse than Kimbrell. Right, okay. <laughs> can, can you close games? All right. You know, oh, get, get somebody him. out there, get somebody out there who's got high strikeout potential and can throw some gas. I mean, if you need Alec Mills in the rotation, put Al in the ninth inning. I don't care. <laughs> take, take a kid who throws some, some, some cheese and uh, tell him that's all he's got to do and get, some, get three outs in the ninth. You know, I, I don't have a problem converting a starter into a closer because Kimbrell is done. <laughs> BQD.
1: Uh-oh. And he I was for really that dying. signing.
2: I was for that signing.
1: I was too because I didn't know Man. he was as cooked as he was.
2: No, and he and he's been bad from the go. I mean, like as soon as right. they signed him, trash. And yeah, <laughs> now I'm done. So that's going to be, I think, the big downfall of the Cubs. Uh, same, you know, Brewers opposite problem. I trust nobody in that rotation. People could try to convince me all day long that Corbin Burns and Brandon, no, these are guys. <laughs> that offense just went to sleep last year, which I don't know if that was just a product of the 60 game season or what it was, but that Brewers offense took like weeks off last year. You can't play a 162 and sixty-two-game schedule like that. So Cardinals by default, that's my call.
1: And Brian Braun is going to take the rest of his career off uh, because he apparently now done. he's going to call it quits. I don't think he's officially announced it yet, but he's basically retired. Yeah. Um, so, so here we go. Kumbaya, ya, my lord. I I was shocked to hear you say that you have one team in the division and it was your your hated rival Cardinals because I just knew you were going to go with the Reds, but uh no, I got the Cardinals too. Uh but again that that heist for Arenado should never have never bad, we both know that. We all know that. Colorado be ashamed of them. Stole him. Yeah. Um and it's, it you know what? And I'll acknowledge that his cores road splits is kind of scary. Uh, he's okay, much, fair enough. Much he's much worse on the road, but damn, he's pretty. He's still pretty good. Um, everyone else's splits are overrated. uh are are you know when they leave core yeah. when they leave Colorado, Everyone's splits are are way Well, didn't we
2: uh, didn't we think that that was sort of what was turning DJ Lemayhew into a into a, into a good player, and then he went to the oh, oops.
1: He turned out to be pretty decent after yeah, leaving he's Colorado. Okay. <laughs> yeah, everyone splits are bad. I don't. I don't get yes. too much into that. Um, yeah, I, I agree with the, uh, the with the assessment of their rotation too. That it's I, I call it volatility uh, that they can be really good or they can be really bad. They're they're real scary when they're when they're on they're on, but when they're off it's. Ugh. Uh, Adam Wainwright is, you know, getting up there and Carlos Martinez, you never know what you're getting with him and Dakota Hudson and he's hurt already. And, uh, Flaherty, I've, I've talked about his, uh, immaturity at times, although he seems to have, uh, gotten over that a little bit, but yeah, when he gets knocked around, he, he kind of reacts like he doesn't think anyone should ever knock him around. That kind of takes him out of his game mentally, but, uh, that can be scary. Um, I'm such a big fan of uh, what used to be their closer, Jordan Hicks, before he had to get Tommy John on his arm. Um, So he, I would assume, will be back in that role at some point this year uh, when he proves that he should be. But until then, you got, you know, what's your choice? Giovanni Gallegos or Ryan Nelsley or or Miller. Um, You know, and and Miller is, of course, the the grizzled veteran, but I, I think he's lost a little uh, effectiveness over the last few years. I don't know if you want to rely on him too much. Um, So yeah, there's, there's volatility and Reyes. I'm not allowed to say anything good about Alex Reyes anymore because when I did, he just completely uh, fell apart and crumbled physically. So I'm not allowed to, to to heap praise on on Alex Reyes anymore. Um, But yeah, there, there's obvious talent there. There's, there's volatility. So yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same feeling with you that the Cardinals are, uh, I'm going to pick them first, but I, I only got them winning like me, I don't, like 91? I don't yeah, know, 91? Yeah, I mean, like enough. I said,
2: I think 88 might get it done, which is weak. <laughs>
1: um, And I there's another one where I couldn't make my mind up between the uh, Reds and the Brewers. So this will be a little uh, diversion where I think a lot more of the Brewers than you do. I got them like tied for second basically. Um, yeah, I know the Red's pitching is definitely still big time, even after Trevor Bauer, Uh, the bullpen might even be on on fire as well. Uh, So that's the pitching staff. I like a lot for Cincinnati. Um, I I wonder if they would stretch out this kid, uh, TJ Antone that they got in the bullpen. Maybe they stretch him out and use him as a starter. If they don't like what they have at the back end of that rotation. Uh, So they got options there. They got things they can do. I think Joey Votto, uh, sort of relaunching and getting his career back on track. That's a big key for the, for the Reds. They could do a lot, a lot of damage if Votto comes back to being the, the three hitter that he used to be. Um, but I'd like Milwaukee still a little bit too. The bullpen right off the bat for the Brewers, it is hard to touch a, a Josh Hader, Devin Williams combo at the back end of the bullpen I'm, with Devin Williams. I'll admit that's one year rookie year, rookie of the year, uh, he hasn't proved it over a whole season. That was the the truncated year. He was he was awesome. Can't take that away from him. But uh, you know, there's so many relievers that we've seen over the years that had one awesome year and then never really uh, regained that. So just a, a, wait, a wait and see on that. But so far so good, obviously. Um, and I'm expecting a Christian Yelich bounce back again. There's a lot of veterans that never got it going last year. You had that truncated year. You know, this happens to every veteran. They ha- they all have you know one or two months. Uh, periods where they just don't get it going during the season. The difference is you have four other months to to get it going and make that up. And they didn't have that last year. I think Yellich is is one of those guys that he just, he never got, never got off the the, the starting block. And and I think with a whole season, he'll, he'll turn it back on and and be an MVP candidate again.
2: Yeah, definitely a slump last year was much more pronounced because it was such a short season. So you go into a week-long slump and your team loses five out of six and you're done.
1: Right, um, so I, I I was expecting a bounce back from him. They got leather too. I I, I really like the Brewers fielding. Like every position, they got guys that can go get the ball. They got Jackie Bradley going yeah. up there now. You know he can go get it. Uh, Low Kane. We talked about uh, Yelich and In the infield. They can all go get it. They bring Cole Duong over from from the Cardinals uh, to to put at second base. Uh, so that's a, a another big key for the Brewers. They can go get the ball. I think that's something that people overlook a lot. And then uh, Chicago down at the at four in that division, I'm not saying they're going to completely fall off the table, but I think it's pretty clear they're going to get rid of one or more of of those guys that are coming up, that their their contracts are coming up. Um, Chris Bryan is the guy that's been more heavily rumored that they're going to trade at the trade deadline. Javi Baez is a possibility. I think they should – build around him personally i think he's the yeah. guy to me no i
2: agree i i agree i wouldn't trade Contreras. i would not trade baez
1: like baez should be an mvp candidate as, as as good as he plays he just needs a little more consistency but you can't you know take anything away from his defense you can't take any anything away from his bat when he's hot he can slug with with anybody he can run i mean he's I don't know what else you want uh, out of somebody to build around them. And I, I actually think they could keep all of them because there's no salary cap in baseball. There's no reason you can't just pay all of them and, and keep them all around and, and Rizzo and, uh, and, and you know, keep going and keep fighting instead of just, it feels like they want to take a step back as if they, they oh, we're, we're, the, we're the Chicago Cubs. We're so poor. How can we pay all these guys? We can't work. We're, yeah, we're, we're only, such a small market team. And, yeah.
2: Ugh. We're only worth $4 billion or whatever it is. <laughs>
1: you think were made of money or something well yeah
2: yes yes
1: <laughs> so uh, i don't want to pick them fourth because i'm a, a big fan of how they became what they became and, and how they won the title and everything like that yeah. but it's pretty and without being there.
2: on trash cans uh
1: yeah well it's, it's it's funny how that works you just put the talent together and, and watch it perform yeah. and hey look they they won a world series it's, it's funny how that how that happens but again i i, I we had a whole show about this i don't I still actually don't blame the Astros for trying to cheat because they didn't want to be the Dodgers who kept trying and kept trying and kept getting <laughs> knocked down and and now the Dodgers actually have, right. have broken. But you, can still, so make a you can still make them oh, a punchline.
2: You still make them. Oh sure, line, yeah,
1: sure. I, I, I get it, but but I also get why they did it. Um, and this, the Pirates, good God, they're they're you know they're already trying to lowball and and fuck over their third base prospect, uh, Key Brian Hayes. He came up in that short season last year and had some success, yeah. so they're already trying to get him a contract they you know, erase the uh, the arbitration years and pay him a lot less than what he might be worth if he actually turns out to be as good as it looks like he's going to be. So that, that's the Pirates for you. Know, whoever's good, let's fuck them over, and if they don't accept our terms, we'll just get rid of them. And that franchise yeah. is pathetic.
2: Well, yeah, just so sad, you know, because you had to feel bad for them when they kept losing the wild card game every year. Right,
1: right, right.
2: And they just had enough to get you there, and they could just never quite win that play-in game. It was a three-in-a-row.
1: Right, and you, know, you got Andrew and, and, McCutchen as your franchise, and, and you keep getting to that wall and keep getting knocked back. But it's you know instead of putting more around them and trying to break through that wall, oh, we quit, we give up, let's get rid of cutch, let's get rid of everybody, yeah. and just tear it all down. So yeah, that's a once proud franchise. Uh, very sad to see what they've become. Okay, out to the National League East. I think there's a lot of uh, parity in this division as well.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I totally agree because I, I don't know which way I go. I mean, obviously, you know, the Braves are the, I think they're the pedigree team in that division. You know, the Marlins, they were sort of that nice story last year, but they benefited from not playing a lot of games last year. So they were sort of the, Let's, they won a bunch of games early, and they were sort of those percentage points all-stars for the rest of the year because they just yeah, came back from their what, two-week COVID shutdown, yeah. and there's just no way that they were going to make up. The, the Marlins are to the team that's probably going to benefit the least from there being a 162-game schedule this year. So while I like what they're doing, I just don't think they have the legs for a full season. <laughs> with the roster to go the 162. You'd have you a have, you have post-hype team like the Phillies. Um, we both accurately predicted that the Nationals would fall flat on their faces, and they did um, after that sort of improbable run that they had. Um, you know, and, and that didn't go too well. Now the Nationals are just trying to become the C- East Cubs, apparently. <laughs> and they, they get Schwarber, and they get Lester, and it's like, okay. I mean, <laughs> This is what you guys uh think it's gonna take to get you over the top uh you know, and so the nationals to me it didn't really do enough you want to look at i think it was like oh, it's easy to say okay well let's let's look at the Phillies, you know, did the Phillies make the right moves, did they get better? No, not really. They still have that team that you thought on paper a couple of years ago is really, everybody thought I didn't think, but a lot of people looked at the Phillies because they made those big splashy moves. They brought in Harper and it, it, it didn't really work out. So, you know, you keep waiting for them to put it together and they they just can't. And everybody is going to try and convince me how awesome the Mets are. And, you know, the Mets are the highest percentage chance team to win the division and I look at that roster, and I kind of go, eh, okay, maybe. Um, you know, obviously not having uh, Syndergaard doesn't help them. They made the move, and they got Carrasco, who's oh, – oh, shockingly, he's hurt. He's
1: already – he was sick anyway, and then now he's yeah.
2: also hurt, yeah. Yeah, so Carlos Carrasco hurt. Uh, you know, he's like the Sean Lee of starting pitchers.
1: Oh. Such hard
2: baseball. He's yeah, he's he's got the guts, but it seems like every time you kind of need him to be there, he's he's not there. And then you know you get past their one and two, you get past the Grom and Strowman, and it's it's not that great. Uh, you know Taiwan Walker, I've been there, done that, by the way. Uh, yeah. Taiwan Walker, as far as you know, having him on my fantasy team, and then the other starters, I don't really have much faith in. So nice offense. Um, I I. I, I don't want to buy the hype because I just don't like any of these other teams. So I'm still going to go with the Braves. I still think the Braves are the class teams. It feels like the 90s all over again, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> let's just give, keep let's just, keep let's, knocking on the door.
2: Let's just keep giving it to the to the Braves. Their rotation scares the hell out of me. But, man, that they do have – they have a young – excuse me. They have a, you know – pretty young very talented mostly homegrown offense doing it the way that we've seen other teams do it you know acuna freddie freeman swanson you know all these guys even though they traded for swanson that's fine all these guys have been producing and they've been producing at a high level and i still think that they're the the class team in that division it just feels like you know they have like that that twins quality about them like it just You sleep on them, and then you look up, and you're like, oh, man, they're they're running away with this thing again. So I'm going to take the Braves to win the division. Um, I'm actually going to take the Mets, despite my better instincts, um, as the other wild card team. And I think that those other three teams, uh, the Marlins, I think, are going to actually regress. I think they're going to finish in last place this year. And uh, if I had to choose the Phillies over the Nationals, I'd take the Phillies. I, I, I still think the Nationals got lightning in a bottle a couple of seasons ago, and it's over.
1: Uh Kumbaya So it's not complete Kumbaya. We definitely oh, okay. have some uh some differences inside the division, uh, in those four three two spots. We definitely both uh, have Miami at five. They're still the triple A farm team of major league baseball. I don't care that they finished over five hundred last year. That's that's fine, that's cute. Uh but they're still basically developing players for other teams to eventually poach. Um and we're going to be uh number one at the top because I also am taking the Atlanta Braves to win the East. You got steady Freddie Freeman. He's leading that squad with all that talent. You talked about, uh, they got at every position, really, they got talent. Uh, you mentioned most of them. Um, and then they got veteran uh, Charlie Morton fronting that young rotation. Um, I even like the the horses in the uh, bullpen behind Will Smith because I've seen, uh, those guys make some, some, moves in past years when you talk about luke jackson who's had some success when you talk about aj Minter um I, I like their options uh you know and will smith is solid too it's not like i'm waiting for will smith to fail i think will smith is going to be the guy all year but i'm just saying uh if he does get hurt or, or has some ineffectiveness um they got some guys uh, in the setup roles that i actually uh, like as well so i like the whole team i i got, could not pass up taking atlanta because they seem to be the most complete team uh, in the division. Um in the four three two is where we're going to have a, some some disagreements. Um I'm taking the Mets fourth. Uh Fred uh Francisco Lindor, look, excellent piece to build around. No denying that. But Star Power is sorely lacking in the rest of that offense. I mean you look at the rest of the position it's like, um so they got let's see, polar bear Pete Alonso and uh Not too much else there that that I really like a lot. I I think uh, Conforto has been hot and cold. Yeah, just don't don't really the rest of the lineup doesn't really do much for me. And then the uh, pitching is the big issue there because they're always the Mets are always going to be projected to be really good before a season begins based on the pitching, and then everyone just ignores the fact that the pitching always falls short. The pitching always disappoints you because they get hurt, because they are ineffective. Um, You already mentioned that Thor is is already hurt. Um, It it doesn't matter how good you project the Mets pitching to be. The Mets pitching is going to not be nearly as good as you project because they're going to either get injured or, or be not nearly as, as good as you thought they would. God, when you think about that rotation back when DeGrom was first coming up along with Thor and, and Matt Harvey yeah. and Steven Mads and just on and on and on, Zach Wheeler, um, it's like, God, they just had so much potential. And to, to one by one, they just all petered out, they either got really bad like Harvey or uh, got hurt. Um, now they're most of them are dealt or, or in other places. Mads is gone, Wheeler's gone um rv obviously has been gone and, and bad for a long time so it's just uh, a lot of potential but just they, they just never come through so lindor big piece but I, that's why i can't take them to you you got them as a the wild card i they'd have to have a lot of work out for them for for that to happen and then not to mention uh the 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 circus that's been Edwin Diaz the last couple of years as closer, like God, he has some stretches where he looks like he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And it's so disappointing because we're both big fans of him coming up in in Seattle. Uh We thought he was going to yeah. be a, a big guy in, in keeper league for, for years to come. Uh Winds up moving on to the Mets, and that first year he was there it looked like he was the best closer in baseball. And it's like, damn, the Mets really got one there. And just the last couple of years, it's, it's, it's been terrible. And, and if they want to fall back on the jury's familia to try to find what he used to have and, and take over, that never worked. That That's even worse. He's even more volatile than Edwin Diaz is. So that that whole bullpen is, is just frightening as hell to me.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, there's a sleeper candidate in that bullpen for saves. I would say it's Patances. Um, He's got a big strikeout potential, uh, and he came over from the Yankees. Um, that's actually a nice little sign, you know.
1: Yeah, he looks like he's got some uh, MPHs that he's lost. That he needs to go find. He needs to go pick them up. I don't know where they are. That's uh, uh, until he finds those. I don't think you can rely on him either right now.
2: So you've got uh, so I got I got Phillies Mets and Noles, uh sitting above them. Then right, I
1: do have uh, Washington third, and I got uh, the the Phillies second. Um, and I have Philly uh, actually capturing that second wild card.
2: File, post, um, post, post, post
1: hype? Post, post hype. Um, it's funny. Again, uh, Archie Bradley has to contend with a worse option for closer because, remember, I was all over him needing to be the closer in, in Arizona all these years, and they kept finding yeah. anybody. They would bring guys off the street, like street bums, and say, yeah, you're going to close in front of Archie Bradley. We want him to be our setup guy, and we're going to have this, this bum yeah. closes. Um, and so finally that drama is over and Bradley moves on to Philadelphia and I'm reading, you know, fantasy uh, projections and previews. And I got my draft coming up tomorrow morning.
0: Okay. And
1: some people still say that Hector Neris is going to be the closer yep. for Philly. Who over Who is Archie clearly,
2: Bradley. clearly the worst option.
1: Not nearly as good as Archie Bradley. And I'm like, what? No. Uh, no. Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, but I just had to laugh at that, but yeah, still a powerful offense, uh, still got Bryce Harper still, uh, every year MVP candidate. Yeah, definitely a lot of guys that had a lot of, uh, hype around them when they first came over. Uh, when you talk about Rio Muto, uh, at catcher, uh and, and all those other free agents that they went out and had and, uh, Segura, yeah, at second. Uh, Didi now has come over. Didi Gregorius is the shortstop. Um, Kutch in in left field, if he can stay healthy. Um, uh, And Reese Hopkins, the big power guy at first base, uh, who they actually brought up. Um, And, yeah, there's uh, definitely a potential for a dangerous lineup there. Some things have to go right, but I, I can think of a lot worse lineups than the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, and I'm uh, a fan of the pitching. I know Aaron Nola is an ace. He may not be uh, the most dominant, but I think he's uh, definitely the workhorse and, and real steady guy. You, you love having him as an ace if you're the Phillies because you know that he's going to take the ball, and you know you're not going to have a lot of uh, blow-up games. He doesn't have those uh, you know six- and seven-run games like uh, you know Carlos Rodon or somebody like that. And uh, they bring in Zach Wheeler from the Mets. Uh, They got the the volatile guys behind them, Eflin and Velasquez. You never know what you're going to get with them, but they got some youngsters. Uh, Spencer Howard, I think is going to, I think they send him down, but they're going to bring him back up at some point. So uh, they they got some potential uh, in the rotation. Uh, So i like the Phillies to come in second uh, ahead of the nationals. Nationals, uh, you got to respect any team that features Juan Soto and Trey Turner. Right. But, uh, and I'll always love Max Scherzer at the top of the rotation, but he's, he's given on in years. Uh, it, that World Series squad from a couple of years ago is is, is not. This, this isn't it. <laughs> they're, they're all tuckered out from that world title team. So it, they definitely uh, take a step back as far as I'm concerned.
2: We uh, finally don't agree on something, at least.
1: Right. We've got the Braves is, at the top.
2: You've got I've got the Mets, and you've got the Phillies. That, that Boy, we're, we're really going after each other on this one.
1: <laughs> well, at least we're not complete kumbaya. We we haven't had our big surprise uh, pick yet, which is, is maybe coming in the American League for, for we'll one out. or both of or,
2: us. We're, or it could just be, you know, baseball is very predictable. Maybe that's why we're always kumbaya.
1: <laughs> that's true. We, we know who's trying to contend and we know who's not. So that, that's, that's true. Works.
2: Like we said going into it, I think it was last year or two years ago, like there's really only half the league trying to win.
1: And the other half is trying to tank, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad as it is. All right, let's go to the uh, the junior circuit. And what do you look at with the American League West?
2: The American League West. Uh, we'll see if we diverge on uh, and, and and anything here. But well, this was the this was the Angel. I'm not say the Angels. This was the A's. I got all my A teams confused because it's got literally three of them in this division. Um, the A's were the only team last year above 500. In that in the sixty game sprint, I believe uh they were the only ones uh to be <laughs> to be over everybody else just kind of clustered together um and not a huge spread in the rest of that division. Obviously, the Rangers were the the worst team in that division um and, and they they seem to love occupying that spot because they just can't pitch, although I'm not going to put the Rangers in last place this year um so i'm going to go. I'm not – I'm going to uh, – we may not agree on that. I don't want to have a big 20-minute you know, argument about why I don't have the – why you don't have the Rangers in last place. Because I like you – know, everybody always loves the offense and hates the pitching. I I don't hate their pitching this year, their starting pitching. Their bullpens, they're not, you know, they're going to lose some yeah, games late, but –
0: as yeah, a dumpster but, fire,
2: But their starting pitching is it's guys. Better guys than they would usually throw out there. Like their starting rotation in our auction league every year would be like one dollar guys, like the whole rotation. Yes. And now maybe they're three dollar guys. <laughs> so they <laughs> hey, improvement. They're a little bit better. Uh so yeah, I'm gonna actually go here's my uh, I have a arrangement, so I'll go one through five here. I'm gonna go A's again. I, I know it's I know it's not uh Shocking, but I, I still think that Oakland is the, is the class in, in that division. You know, they've got good offense. They play great defense. They play in a pitcher's ballpark. And I like that rotation, you know, Bassett, benea Montes, they've got guys that can pitch. You, you know, Mark, Mike fires, who's hurt right now. If he can come in and be your sort of five slash six, I, I think they're fine. I like the bullpen, um, They've always been solid on that side. Petite is good. Romo's good. Uh, they, get, they went and got Trevor Rosenthal. We'll see if he can be their closer. Um, I know he's been up and down in the past, but I think there's plenty of guys who can get the final three outs on, on that Oakland squad. So I'm going to go ahead and say Oakland is going to be my first place team in the AL West. I'm going to go second place. I'm going to go to the Angels. Um, I like the moves that the Angels have made um you know i i i don't think Joe Madden is a particularly good game manager as <laughs> uh, it, it was' as well documented through that twenty sixteen run um that I went through on this show I don't think he's particularly good in game but I think he does get a lot out of his players uh, and I like the moves that they made to bolster the rotation you know they they bought low on a few guys alex cobb jose quintana um i, I think those are some some good sneaky signings um they, they obviously have sent Joe Adele back to the minors because he needs more things. He needs more time. Mm-hmm. He's got to work on some things.
1: Um, be magically should... solved in about two weeks.
2: <sighs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get a fully healthy, most likely Shohei Otani back. They've got Rendon, so I think that they come together pretty nice. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take them as the second place team. I'm going to take the Astros uh, to be the third place team. I, I still think the Astros and the league haven't adjusted to each other after the scandal. You know, I think the Astros haven't had to experience the booze yet. (laughs) Uh, And they got a break last year. Probably the team that was the most benefited from COVID happening last year was that the Astros got to play in empty stadiums. Uh, Fans have a long memory, so I don't think this is going to go too great for the Astros and uh, their pitching is all banged up. You know, the Verlander's gone. Uh, Valdez, who was a really good starter for them, sort of you know, young kid who emerged last year, pitched great, broke a finger. He could miss half the year. Uh, they signed Jake Odorizzi. He's not ready. Um, so he's not even in game shape yet. So that back end of their rotation isn't very good. And I, I still think that the, the Boo Birds might get to those Astros a little bit. They're in for a especially as the stadiums get more and more and more full. And uh, I'm going to take the Rangers in fourth, and I'm going to take the Mariners to finish in last place. Normally, uh, we like the so, but I think we've picked the Mariners to be a surprise team. So <laughs> if I pick them in last, maybe they'll do good.
1: That's the surprise this time is we're picking. Did you're picking them last?
2: Yeah. So the surprise team for me is I have the Mariners uh, to finish uh, in last place. You know they're. They're they're, all, they're they're the Mariners. Uh, I mean, if they think that they're going to get anything out of James Paxton, James Paxton coming back home, um, that that's great. Uh, he went to New York, didn't do so great. They've got young, interesting pieces on their offense. Kyle Lewis was the guy who had the big year last year. I believe he was Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of that post, another post, post, post hype sleeper like that guy who was supposed to come along, come along, come along, and then finally figured it out uh and came up and was a big bat and now he's you know planted firmly in the middle of that lineup the rest of that lineup you look at it, i just go ooh, 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 ooh that is a lineup of just dudes so the, i don't think the man the Mariners are going to lose a lot of games 2 to 1 that's my fear but like they always do it'll be like felix hernandez is back on that squad losing every game one to nothing They lose you there? I better check the better check the radar here to make sure Andre's house didn't blow away. I didn't hear any I didn't hear any train noises or anything. Hopefully he's all right down there. But that was just dead air. Maybe or maybe he didn't like me saying bad things about the. Yep, he lost his power. Well, at least he's still alive. So I mean, hopefully I'm still on air. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that wouldn't be good if I wasn't. So we'll, you know, he's still got 30 minutes of the live show. If this had happened in the after show, we would just be we'd be done because uh, there's no way he can get back in. So hopefully he'll be able to call in here soon. Let me take a look at that since he doesn't have any uh, power right now. He's probably fumbling for a flashlight. Take a look down there. Oh yeah, he's getting it. He's getting it pretty hard down there right now. Memphis uh, area. And uh southwest Tennessee down there, the mid south is uh getting hammered right now by some storms. Yeah, that is that is that map is red and maroon and thunderstorm this and warning that right now. So Yeah, it looks like Dre down there is under a pretty pretty solid severe thunderstorm warning. No tornadoes in his area. Hope hopefully he is aware of that. Uh no, those are actually uh south down around the Tunica area right now, but giving you the live weather as we wait for Andre to, to call back up. Oh, I might have to jump on the board here. I haven't had to do this in a long time. I hope I remember how.
0: Hello. 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 I don't
1: know if y'all can hear me. I can't hear Jason, but I just heard him uh, hit the applause button. I am trying find out where my link is to get back on the show that I email myself, but I don't see it. Jason's like, I think we're done if we can't hear each other. Oh,
0: I think I know it's your email address, which I actually right. to Can you hear
1: me? All right, I'm actually back in the studio on a guest computer line. Can you hear me? Because I'm on the phone and I'm on the computer, but I don't think you can hear me on either one. you there? Um, Yeah, now I can hear you on the phone.
2: Okay. Well, I, I had ended up I dialed are you on the phone or am I on the phone cuz I'm on I dialed back in again through the um through the uh, email link.
1: Okay. I'm I can hear you through the phone but not on my headphones. Cuz I'm still on the show on the phone.
2: Yes, you I'm are.
1: On the, uh, and yeah. I've
2: actually got you I've actually I I I I got you in on both cuz I jumped yeah. on the studio right away. Uh, maybe that maybe that was our first mistake. I probably should have just run the show on the studio tonight.
1: Yeah, I suggested it, but I was hoping it would uh, not yeah, be an issue. Yeah, I wasn't quite. I wasn't.
2: I wasn't quite going with the meaning like that. You wanted me to start the show. But I was like, oh, no, you've gotta no, spell this out for me.
1: Um, no, I didn't insist on it because I didn't know it was going to be this bad. I just was, you know, I knew that it was a chance. That's all. Um. So can you – does it sound like I'm on the phone or on the computer?
2: Yeah, it sounds like you're definitely on the phone. Your audio quality is um, much worse. Hang on, let me actually – let me mute Dre. I actually clicked on the mute button to mute whoever Dre was, and it's not even working. So I don't even know if it recognizes (laughs) you as being there anymore. So I've got you through on the phone. I actually put you through on the phone a while back. And then right, but just, you
1: couldn't. I just muted Dre uh, myself, so you can. Yeah. So you can still hear me.
2: Right. And you couldn't right. hear me at all. So I was no. probably just talking to myself for the last fifteen, twenty minutes.
1: Yes. Yeah, the moment that my power went out, I lost. Uh, I couldn't hear you. I couldn't. I was disconnected. Everything, but the power then came back up. You know, about ten seconds later. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm on speaker, which is why it sounds so bad. Uh, So I guess I can... uh, Ah, I just figured you got
2: mad that I was crapping all over the Mariners.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, Where is...
2: I didn't know you had had that big Mariners, love.
1: All right. I am now off a speaker. And I actually have some earbuds that I never use. I could put that in.
2: So we can try to. If you want to try to power through this in the last half hour, we can definitely try. Hopefully, it cuts out all that gap in the middle because it does that sometimes.
1: Right. If it's blank, oh. then yeah, they yes. usually go in and clean that up. So
2: apologies to the listening audience that we had a, a technical snafu here. Andre lost his power. He's got really bad storms rolling through there. Yep. Which I was trying to. Yeah, I was. I was talking. I was. You know, I was doing the song and dance, and then I realized I don't think i'm on the air
1: <laughs> yep you were by yourself just as a in a flash yeah like i said the power seems to go out around here when there's bad weather so i'm not surprised I, i'm surprised it came back up actually
2: that was pretty quick uh-huh. huh
1: yeah usually when we down we're down like we're, we're dark <laughs> And that might still happen. <laughs> the storms have not gone away. I'm, I'm back for for now, anyway. Yeah, it's
2: interesting down there. Like you get down into like the northern Mississippi, you get down into like the Tunica area. There's tornado warnings down there right now.
1: Right. Yeah. It, it's not nice out there.
2: So I'm, I'm yeah. I'm so let me uh... sitting here with the app on my phone, watching all the the reds and the really dark oranges for all the warnings blowing up in your area, and. Uh, yeah, you go just just south of Tunica. There's two separate tornado warnings. You are at a severe thunderstorm warning. If you didn't know,
1: believe me, I know.
2: <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're getting uh, you got a pretty nasty one moving through there right now. It looks like, uh, but it looks like it's almost through. Well, that's nice. At least the worst part of it is almost through. It looks like you, could be, you know, but the you know the worst part of that storm. It looks like it's. Uh, Starting to clear out of your area, and it's going to be a lot of rain and such behind it. So there's, there's your up-to-the-date weather. The you AccuTrack here on, on the uh, here on IMLD. Yet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that J on the eighth?
1: Doppler weather forecast.
2: That's right. Storm Tracker AccuCast.
1: Oh, it stinks because I was going to. This is like the most. Uh, Jumble division that maybe we've had just about ever as far as oh. uh, you know up and down where we're seeing things very differently. Good. So would have it would have made for a nice long uh, discussion except we're now running short on short on time than we were supposed to. But um, so well, I, as
2: you're deal- as you're dealing with the maelstrom down there, you'd be happy to know that in about an hour here it's going to snow.
1: Oh God. Yeah. I, please don't mention the word snow around here. But we're only we... supposed to get
2: flurries tonight. But yeah, it's going to be there's snow. There's there's snow flying around. My mom lives about an hour north of here. And they've had snow all day.
1: Jeez. Yeah, I think so we're they're... still traumatized by the snow that we had last month.
2: Yeah, we talked about that on the last show about your yeah. winter wonderland and well, it wrecked everything. And yep, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Still recovering from that.
2: So this is um, so, so this is the this is the one, huh? This is the, the hill we die on as far as the kumbaya.
1: It's not even that dramatic. It's just that we're always got the same exact teams in the playoffs and at the top, and this time we don't. So it's you right. know it's just we, we see things a little differently finally. Um, so I have Texas at five instead of Seattle. I uh, I don't think Texas is even trying. I know you uh, think the Rangers have some uh, possibilities and. Uh, I, I don't i don't even think they're they're i think they're one of the teams that are trying to be as bad oh. as possible trying so to they're like
2: rocky's bad
1: yeah like anything of value they're trying to get rid of it and uh i, I guess because of the uh, emails for the for our baseball league we have to keep an eye all year on the great nick solak i, I suppose he <laughs> must be watched closely oh. um in seattle i want to pick them last because they fucking did it they did what we Said they weren't, they shouldn't do, or weren't going to do, and they they sent Jared Kellenick down as if he had something to work on after uh-huh. he just tore it up this spring. They they did it. They actually sent him away. It's, it's amazing that they that they did that. There's no denying that this kid is is talented and and should be starting. And they actually did the ball face thing and said, nope, he, he needs seasoning. We got to send him down. He's not ready yet. I'm like, come on, man. Everybody sees what's going on there. And it's even worse because they have a, an injury in the outfield. Kyle Lewis is possibly not going to uh, be ready for the start of the season. So they, you know, Roto World put it best. It's like Seattle could really use like a young kid that's major league ready right now for Kyle Lewis. It's too bad they don't have one of those. Um, it, it's just awful that they, you, we still have to go through that kind of bullshit. It just might be the worst thing that I hate about baseball. It might be the worst to, on my list right now is the uh, the – obvious demoting of people that are ready to play just for for service time reasons. It sucks. It really sucks. Um, And I actually like the Mariners pitching like in maybe a year or two. I think they, uh, they they seem like they're a year away every year. Right. And uh, we we keep thinking them to be the the dark horse uh, that breaks through. And this year we're we're definitely backing off of that. You got them dead last, which shocked me. Um, And I got them fourth. Um, I got Anaheim third. Um, and I will never stop getting excited about the possibility of what Shohei Otani might be, because I think he's going to do it one one year. He's going to have 30 homers and 15 wins, and it's going to be unbelievable, and it's going to be awesome. It's the, the, the fact that he has that kind of talent to possibly do that is just mouth-watering, um, but I just don't know what kind of stress that puts on his body. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to get through a whole season hitting and pitching. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't look good. His first attempts at it um, obviously blew his arm out. So he's, he's back this year. Um, I, I, this is holes last go-around. I don't know how long the will last. Mike Trout is obviously great, but I just think they're going to come up short at the end. So I got them three. And then I got Oakland two. Got to respect the A's, of course, uh, all about those arms. Um, I know. I think you were talking about Frankie Montas a little bit before I got cut off, um, and Jesus Luzardo and Dalton Jeffries, and maybe even AJ Puck or Puke. I don't even know how you pronounce his name, but they can fortify that staff. Um, they they could win the division if all those arms come through. Uh, the league will be in trouble if that happens. Um, and Trevor Rosenthal comes through as the closer, as you mentioned that as well. Um, I just don't like them because they're, they're, the bats are not scary in that lineup uh, to me. They don't really uh, strike much fear in me. And then uh, I'm going to actually go on with the Astros at the top again. Um, There's still high-quality bats in that lineup, even though they dropped uh, George Springer. they still got some, some offense. Um, I'm not even going to try to – make it seem like they're going to be as great as they were when they were banging the trash cans. I think it's pretty clear that Jose Altuve benefited greatly from that, and he's not going to be the same player ever. But um, I still think they're they're good, and I can't ignore those uh, potential young arms uh, to to fill in for those veterans that are getting hurt. Um, They got some some big-time arms if they can put it together. Um, I've always been a fan of uh, – I know – uh Frambert is, is hurt but I don't think he's gonna be out for the whole year. Um I I've always been a fan of uh, Jose Architi. Um I've heard good things about uh, you know Forrest Whitley, Austin Pruitt, these kids that need a chance, Christian Javier, um and the another one, Josh James, I, I've always liked him. I know he's hurt as well. So there's, uh, I'm putting a lot of faith in guys who, who are not healthy at the moment, but they're not going to be out the whole year. I, I think they're they're going to come back and give a little uh, assistance to the Astros as the season goes on. And I know Verlander will be there at the uh, at the end of the year, like the last year, and, and uh, maybe a playoff run or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, I actually think the Astros bounce back. I think they're still not going to have the full force of the, the hatred of everybody coming down on them. Uh, a year of cooling off definitely helps, and also uh, the fact that the stadiums still aren't going to be full. So if they are going to have people screaming and yelling, then it's only going to be you know three or 4,000 of them instead of 40,000, which is which makes a big difference.
2: That's fair enough. So, yeah, no, Forrest Whitley, I believe, is done-done uh, for the year. Oh, okay. Uh, that was one of those early in-camp injuries. I, I've got a really bad feeling. Let me just double-check here. Uh, bu, 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 bu. Uh, elbow. That uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, doesn't sound good. Yeah, that's all it says. Forrest Whitley, elbow. Yeah. So that was one of those felt something. Yeah, usually elbow is not good. No. No, it's so,
1: not. But, but there's I, so many other young guys that, that can. Uh, get healthy behind him. Uh, I, Andre Scrub has uh, shown me something in the past. I know he's hurt. Um, so there, there's, there's just a lot of guys there that I think uh, it, this is all behind the veterans that are still, that are there. Like uh, like you said, Odorizzi, uh isn't ready yet, but he's he's going to be. He's just, you know, getting ramped up, and, and they just locked up Lance for Colors. Uh, Zach Greinke is a, is a solid veteran. Um, all those arms that are just filling in behind those three, it's not like they're relying on those guys. They still got – people that are going to be there now, the the veterans, and they're just waiting for some of these other young kids to fill in behind them. So I, I like the potential.
2: All right. So we're, do you have a wild card in this division?
1: I do not.
2: Okay. So I've got I've actually got the Angels as one of my wild cards here. So I've got A's and Angels coming out.
1: Okay. You're, you're big on the Angels this year. You're your boy Madden. I, I'm telling you.
2: Terrible game day manager, but he gets the most <laughs> out of his teams.
1: All right, uh, so let's move on to the division of my favorite team, the uh, the White Sox in the American League Central.
2: Uh, you're giving them another. Well, is this another World Series win for the White Sox this year, or did you you had them going, didn't you last year?
1: No, no I, I thought I actually thought I did too when I looked back, but I did not. But you were hot. You Yankees. were
2: really hot for the White Sox. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, I am not going to understate the loss of Eloy Jimenez. Uh, that's a giant bat uh, in that, that lineup to lose. Um, I don't think that helps them, especially in a division that has been so Twins dominant. Uh, it seems, that, boy, for your whole life, it feels like you've just been a White Sox fan, just chasing the Twins, right? Uh, unfortunately. We're, we're only six games back, but we've got seven more games against the, <laughs> the Twins. It just feels like this is going to be literally like the never-ending story. Um, you know, and they've got that offense. I want to see, we'll see if we're in a dead ball era now, or are we still going to see Laura, Jorge Polanco and some of these light-hitting guys just jacking bombs? Nobody is going to hit more home runs, I think, again, than the Twins. I mean, Kepler, Donaldson, Cruz, Sano. I mean, it, it's just there's just guys in that lineup who are just going to hit tons of bombs. Um they don't get a lot of rallies in that offense, but man, yeah, they they can hit they can they can hit. I like their starting pitching. I, I like Henta Maeda, Berrios, uh Pineda finally back healthy you think. Um, and then you get a couple of veterans and Happen and Shoemaker at the back end of that. You could do worse. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead again. Uh, baseball very predictable i'm going to go ahead and give this division uh to the twins uh buy it by edging out edging out your white Sox. I, I still do like the white Sox in second place um i'm going to go royals third that might be a little surprising uh, cleveland fourth and the, the tigers fall oh, but poor tigers a team that just they had it they they had they were on the cusp of greatness and they had it right there in their hands and man with that window shut it, it, it slammed shut. It went through the floorboard. It went down through the basement. That window's not opening up again for the Tigers for a long time. They got to. They they've got to do some unburying from what it took for them to be a contending team, and they're not quite there yet. So, um, I like what your White Sox are doing. I know you were super hot on them last year. I, I, yeah, like... I had them
1: in the division, and then, and then I okay. lose to the Yankees uh, in the ah, okay.
2: So so I, I I mean I definitely I like that lineup composition I just I don't like them losing I, I don't like them losing Jimenez that, that that was that's a huge stick um to losing that lineup and I I don't know who's gonna fill in the void uh for them but I don't think it's Lurie Garcia a <laughs> uh, little, little little downgrade in the lineup but that that's one of those teams that's young it's fun um you know their their rotation is 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 pretty solid. Uh, Liam Hendricks was a nice get for them. Um, but I just I think that the Twins just kind of out offense them um, to a division title. And uh, I've got the Twins and the White Sox both as wild cards this year. Well, it was both you know, Twins winning it and the White Sox as a right. wild card team. Uh, yeah, both as so, playoff teams. Both as playoff teams. That means they only have one team in the East.
1: All right. Well, uh three four five we're Kumbaya for the uh, central. Tigers are clear, rebuild in progress. Uh, young arms might surprise and we've been hearing about Casey Mize. We know he's gonna start the season up there. Um, name of the year in baseball will be on the Tigers. Akil Badu. I can hear them now and the, all four all four or five Tigers fans every year, uh every game uh, this year, uh chanting for Akil Badu. Badu. Uh, so, I say At least they got that going for them. i do it myself. <laughs> oh, that's Joe Boot. Wrong guy.
2: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> um, and Cleveland, the, the rotation is obvious. Not what it was in the days of uh, Kluber and, and Cookie Carrasco oh. and all those guys. But, but, but it's not far off, though. I mean, Shane Bieber has become a, an obvious ace, and uh, the fact that they – have rebuilt behind uh, all those guys that they used to have and let them go, and now you can look at Beaver and uh, Aaron Savale and Jack Plisak and those guys, and they have got Tristan McKenzie coming up uh, in the pipeline. So they're they're, they're rebuilding again. They're going to win a lot of uh, three to two, four to three games, I think, um, and they could be in, actually in the playoff race with that random bunch of bats uh, around Jose Ramirez actually get hot. Uh, I, I don't see it happening, but it's possible. And then I'm with you with the. Uh, uh, Royals at three as well. Sal Perez uh, returning to the lineup for a whole season. Jose, uh, Jorge Soler just keeps mashing and bashing. Uh, they had uh, Andrew Benatendi from Boston. Uh, he can use a change of scenery. I think it's going to be the opposite of Cleveland. A lot of 8-7 wins for uh, Kansas City because those are arms. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh.
2: Yeah. but you know, We both have them in third. I mean, they're definitely yeah. on the right path again. You know, it's sort of making their turnaround trying to come back again Uh, and
1: then the little flip-flop at uh, one and two Uh, i'm not going to downgrade the or talk down the twins and and try to tear them down and make them seem like they're a a fluke or a bad team but i will say no surprise they couldn't keep up uh, all that power from uh, 2019 they Yes, they hit a whole lot of home runs, but that was a historic pace. I I said uh, it's going to be some guys that don't recover and don't have the same kind of year because those are – there's like three, four, five guys that had career years in home runs uh, in 2019, and they they weren't all going to come back and do that again, and they didn't. So uh, not surprised there. Uh, They're not all going to come back and bounce back in, in 2021. Uh, but I agree the rotation has some high strikeout guys. They don't have to bash every game. They're going to win their fair share of games with pitching, probably 85, 86, 87 wins, something like that. So I I got them as a pretty good second-place team. I'm still going to go with the White Sox, number one. Massive hole in the lineup with Eloy Jimenez. Yes, I understand that. But look at all those bats around them. Uh, that they got to fill in when you talk about that lineup and how incredible it might be uh, with Abreu and Mancada and Tim Anderson might win the MVP and Grandal, the catcher, and Luis Robert is uh, sneaky good and and Adam Eaton back out there in in right field. And that always is going to give me a chuckle because they traded Adam Eaton to get the uh, the all-star and the uh, front of the rotation man uh, in Lucas Giolito. And now they got Eaton back too so what a terrible trade that I so I called it at the time how terrible the trade was and you can see how bad it was cuz Washington just let him go and they got him back for nothing so there you go uh so now they got uh Gialito and Eaton Lancelin the eating's eater uh at the top of the rotation along with Giolito. Dallas Keuchel, another eatings eater. I think those. It's so important to have those guys that that just, even when they're they don't have their best stuff, they're still going to give you six innings because they they just they got rubber arms and they're just going to keep going and uh, you don't have to worry about yanking them. You got Rodon, you have to worry about yanking him because he'll give you he'll give up ten runs if you just leave him out there. But those other guys that will eat the innings, those are so important. Um, but yeah, all those bats. There's kids that. You know, you never heard of uh, and Andrew Vaughn, Zach Collins. They they might have guys fill in at that at, at, for Jimenez, and, and actually, you know, it might not be nearly as bad of a drop off as people think if these other kids actually uh, get a chance to play and do what what they're rumored to do. So it, it, they might not miss, they might not miss Eloy that, that that much because of all the other guys that they have there, and because these other kids don't get a chance to to get a shot. Um, and on top of all that. Uh, you mentioned how uh, Liam Hendricks is a nice pickup. I think it's even more important than that. I think it's like the uh, they they went out and they they went to go get him. They got the game's most efficient closer. They said. Here's the best closer on the market. Here's the best closer, maybe in baseball right now, and we're going to get him. We're not going to fuck around. We're ready to win now. We're ready to contend, and we're going to get the guy. Um, they got the old school manager, Antonio Larusa, who's probably going to lose some games not knowing uh, how to manage the game uh, in in the modern era. But at least they got. The, the, the lockdown closer that he can go through. That's one decision that the old man doesn't have to make. He doesn't have to worry about, well, it's the eighth inning, ninth inning. I don't know quite what to do here. No, just to throw Hendricks out there and, and just close it down, just be done with it. So that's good that uh, they got the wrong guy at manager, but at least they got one decision out of his hands. So I'm happy for that, and I will take the White Sox to, uh, to win the Central.
2: Okay, well, fair enough. they're Two years in a row, you get it right eventually. One of these years. They're definitely up and coming. I mean, they're doing it the right way, right? They're doing it the way that we've seen the model with the, with the, the Cubs and the Braves and the Astros, right? They tore it all yeah. down. They got young. They made shrewd moves. They acquired talent, and they waited for this talent to blossom, and a lot of it's all blossoming at the same time. And
1: they're, they're, they're ready. I think they're, they're ready to go. I don't want to been... leave out
2: the Padres. Padres are doing it the same sure. way, too. And now the Padres realize that, oh, we got these great stars – and then we're going to go out and we're going to supplement now, right? Now we realize we did Cubs did the same thing, right? They built the core, and then they went out, and then they signed the guys to put them over the top. So I, I, I don't know. I'm mean, I'd like to. I, I'm not, I'm not crapping on your White Sox pick here. Do you have the anybody, any wild cards in this division or no?
1: I do not. I'm going to make you vomit by having both my wild cards come out of the East.
2: Oh, well, thank God we've only got seven minutes to talk about the AL <laughs>
1: East. AL
2: East
1: talked about overhyped division in baseball every year. Go ahead with your AL East uh,
2: observations. Well, I hate to say it, but I got the yanked one in this division. I mean, they're good. Uh, You know, they're going to get a whole season out of everybody. That offense, I mean, come on. I mean, that is, there aren't many easy outs in that in that lineup. And even the guys who are the easy outs could have days. I mean, we know Gary Sanchez isn't the greatest, but he could have a day. Clint Frazier will all of a sudden hit a three run bomb when you least expect him to. Uh, and these are like the bottom guys in that lineup. Um, the rotation. I mean, you know, they, they get, they've got Garrett Cole. They got in the trade. Jameson Tyon comes over to New York. The Only thing you ever worry about with these high talent guys is how are they going to transition under the big lights? because he's coming oh. from Pittsburgh to New York. And we've seen a lot of good pitchers go to New York, and especially the Yankees, and it's, they're not the same guy. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's, a, that's a good signing. Uh, we'll see, Kluber, eh, we'll see. I, I, I think Kluber's kind of done. Um, I think he's also going to be pitching in a much more competitive, much more offensive-heavy division, so I don't know if I love that move. They still have a really good bullpen. But I still still really like the Yankees' bullpen, and I think they just have so much offense. I think they're just going to clobber the hell out of people. I know the Rays were the cool story last year, and they just just kept rifling off win after win after win after win. I I got uh, Toronto, actually, as that second-place team, um, but not as a wild card. As much as I would have liked them to be, I still think the White Sox end up with a better record than the Blue Jays. Uh, Love the Blue Jays offense, but I'm not enamored with their pitching. Their pitching's their pitching is a very slapped-together group of, of guys. I mean, if you look at that, that starting rotation for the Blue Jays and you look at them one through five and you go, yeah, he's the one, he's the two, you, no, no, it, they're all threes is the problem <laughs> with most of the guys in that rotation, which is going to be good enough to beat a lot of teams on certain days when you have a good offense, but when they really need it, they're not going to have it. You know, they're, they're just good. this is a lot of five, four ball games for them. Um, and, uh, you know, losing the, losing their closer, although the closer was Kirby Yates, if that hurts you, okay, um, he, he's a guy, but I don't, you know, that's just one other question mark at the back end. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take them second. I'm going to have the Rays third. Um, they're just pesky. I mean, that's the only thing you can say about the Rays. It just, they just... Every time you think they're 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 down, you know. They're they're literally like the herpes squad. They just they just pop back up at the worst possible time. Um and then the uh the Red Sox I'm gonna have in fourth place, I think they're on a fade. And the Orioles, everybody wants to talk up the Orioles. <laughs> no, the Orioles are probably gonna lose all their games again, they're bad.
1: <laughs> all right, I'll try to speed through this. Um Four and five, we agree. Baltimore, some top prospects mixed with some really washed-up veterans, nothing to see there. Boston at four, uh, I can't believe they were a game worse than the Orioles last year. Oh, my God, that's terrible. They're no lock to be better than them this year. Um, Hopefully, J.D. uh, Martinez gets his magic video skills back, so hopefully he'll be better. They get Chris Sale back this summer. But uh, they they could use this Mookie Betts guy. He used to play for them. I don't know what happened. I heard he's pretty good. I, yeah, they, they could use him. I wonder what happened there. Um, and I agree with you three, Tampa Bay. I'm rooting for Randy Rosarena to follow up his charmed October because he used to be down here in Memphis. I saw him play. He showed uh, some signs of talent. He didn't show that. I, he, I'm not going to lie and say I thought the, that was coming, what he did in, in October last year with nine or ten homers or something like that. Yeah, Tampa's lineup sneaky solid. They're they're the kings of just piecing teams together. They're the kings of piecing bullpen games together. If, if their starting rotation uh, happens to falter, they can just put four or five or six relievers out there and find a way to win games. I got Tampa as my uh, as my second wild card team. The New York Yankees as my first wild card team. I wish I could pick them to be number one. I wish I could count on uh, Michael Stanton and Aaron Judge staying in the lineup, but. They just can't. They're too strong to stay healthy. I think they're, both their bodies are the same, is that they've they got so much muscle, they just put so much stress on their tendons and, and ligaments, and they're guaranteed to get hurt at some point this uh, in the year, they, sometimes at the same time. Um, they, they still can't help but compete because of that great rotation. Um and Luis Severino coming back this the summer. Boston gets sale back in the summer, and the Yankees get Severino back. So they both sort of <laughs> add pieces uh, at the trade deadline almost. Um, but I'm going to go with the Dunedin Blue Jays, actually number one in the <laughs> AL East.
2: Okay, fair enough. Uh,
1: they Because they, they add George Springer and Marcus Simeon to that young core. That, that's almost unfair when you look at the talent, the young talent they got. And then they add those guys. That's like, come on. Um, and I kind of disagree on, on the pitching I think they have a clear one in uh, Ryu I loved him in, in LA um, he, he doesn't look like he should be a one that's I think that's what fools a lot of people is you watch him throw and you go mm, okay but he, he's so pinpoint he, he's his control is that good that he actually is an ace uh, despite not throwing like one and Kirby Yates I think was one of the better closers in baseball in San Diego the last couple of years so that Actually, does hurt that he gets Tommy John and is out for the year. But I think they'll find a way. I think they got enough young arms. Uh, they'll figure out somebody uh, in that bullpen to be the closer. So we All got the right. uh, yeah. We got no time. <laughs> We're about to go nope. off the air. Uh, World Series picks.
2: Uh, my World Series. I am going to go. Oh, this is going to kill me. It's a, it's, a, it's a. Oh, I can't say it. Yankees. Padres. <laughs> But I'm taking the Padres to win the whole thing.
1: Wow. Okay. And it's good that we're off the air live before I say mine because it's just going to be another homer pick. Look, just like Illinois, when am I going to get a chance to do it? Let's go White Sox. I am oh, all in man. this year on the White Sox. I got the White Sox over the Braves in the World Series.
2: The Braves? Okay. That's yeah. A, just because somebody had to. Somebody had to <laughs> go. Some some Right.
1: That's right. NL uh, Atlanta over St. Louis and AL, I got the White Sox over Tampa Bay.
2: Okay. Well, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, there's definitely talent there, so it's good that you're feeling it.
1: Yeah. Good to see how well it worked out with Illinois. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, the homer picks. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I know.
1: What am I going to get a chance? You know.
2: So I got, I got, I got Padres, Yankees. That's a World Series rematch we weren't quite wanting to see.
1: Ah, uh, sky point to Tony Gwynn.
2: That was a bad, bad World Series. Was that a sweep?
1: Yeah, like Tony Gwynn hit and no one else did for San
2: Diego. Yeah, but no, I like, mean, I, man, I like that Padres squad. I liked yeah. the Padres before it was cool. <laughs> They're like my new Buffalo yeah. Bills.
1: Hipster J strikes again.
2: That's right. You better watch out. Hey, I was I was dead on on the Bills.
1: Yeah, yeah I saw something with
2: that I saw something with that Bills squad way before anybody else did. So I feel good about that. I was on the Padres last year. I, I I'd go back and I could you know get the receipts, but I'm pretty sure you were not on board with that.
1: I I wasn't down on them or anything like that. No. I, I certainly understand that they got a lot of talent there.
2: So. Yeah, I you know I'm, I'm going I'm rolling with the Padres. I like that rebuilt rotation. Um, yeah, I,
1: I had the Padres third last year. That's that's not Okay, bad.
2: not too bad. No. no and it, it was, had, again, it was we didn't even know we, we thought we were basically doing a joke show last year.
1: Right. <laughs> a lot of my notes from last year are kind of jokes. Like there's not nearly as much uh, sort of research or looking at yeah. the the rosters or anything like that. It's just well, kind of like,
2: I I'll tell you. I, I did way better making it through this show than I expected to because I am I am wiped out. This when I say it's been busy at my job, I mean this is every day I am there. I am just slamming from the time I get there till the time I leave. It's great for making money, right? It's great for making right. great for the paychecks, but it is it has just been an assault of customers, uh, especially since those the, the stimmies hit, you know. And uh, yeah, those people spending their Biden bucks, man—they're spending them like crazy.
1: You got the stimulus, you got the the COVID coming down yeah. everywhere, and you got coming out of winter where you guys are. Uh, yeah, that's a perfect combination yeah. for just a, an, an attack of people. It's like an attack is, of, the, yeah. of the of the, of the Which some is attack of the customers.
2: You know, because I work in an industry where people would order products, and you would get those products on average in about two weeks, right? I mean, I have people buying stuff now they're not gonna get till September. Jesus. <laughs> I mean like simple stuff like dishwashers.
1: Gotta don't you wait know. that long for a
2: dishwasher. I, I have people doing it, they're like, Yeah, hey, that's the one we want and we heard it's the best and we'll wait. I mean I'm wow. I am literally getting people delivered products now that they bought last year in July. <laughs> So I hope I, may, I, may your may your appliances be blessed. I'm blessing your appliances <laughs> from 900 miles away because, damn, if you need something new, man, you're fucked.
1: Oh, and I feel oh so, no. bad. so
2: any so anytime <laughs> I get customers right now, and I can slap together anything that's in stock for them, that is yeah. just a major victory. So I've you know, and I'm trying to just be like, when do you need it? Used to you know, sales has gotten so easy now because it used to be. Well, you know, you kind of feel them out. You got to go and you got to qualify them on everything. Get out know, literally the first question is, well, what are you looking for? Second question, when do you need it. Right. Well, we need it right away. Well, here's the list. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a long list. Here's the list. This is what we can get to you right away. You'd be surprised how many people are just like picking off of that list and they're buying stuff.
1: Yeah, I didn't know. I had no idea it was like that, because we haven't had that. Yeah. Of course, we're not out shopping uh, anywhere, because wife is still scared of COVID, so yeah. we're not going anywhere.
2: I, I, I don't have a choice. I mean, I've been back at work since May of last year. Thankfully, knock on wood, we've all been, you know, COVID-free here in this house, so. We're venturing well, off on vacation this week, um, so that'll be interesting. That somebody didn't get it. Yeah, we're heading off on vacation tomorrow after I get off work. We are heading to Branson, Missouri.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Not too far away from you.
0: Yeah, about halfway,
2: right? Uh, More than that. I mean, we're actually, you know, that's almost right on the border of Arkansas.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, that's pretty far down there, yeah.
2: Distance-wise, yeah, I would say if I'm looking at a map of, of down there, I'd say that's probably three, four hours from Memphis. Okay. Top. So yeah, it's it's 11 hour drive and I want to say when we drove when you know we would drive down to Memphis it's 13. Yeah, okay. You know, that's it, yeah. It's just the difference is we hit St. Louis and go more west now. Okay. But everybody I've talked to has told us what a what a delightful place it is. They're all like it's basically like Wisconsin Dells if you're familiar with Wisconsin Dells or Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, right? Right.
1: I've not, heard about Branson. Yeah.
2: It's got that vibe. Um mm-hmm. You know, basically. So, lot sounds like there's lots of you know family things things to do, and yeah, we're gonna be down there five days, uh, leaving tomorrow after I get off work, driving halfway, and then finishing up on Monday, and then we're driving back Friday because I got a draft on Saturday. Otherwise, we'd probably stay down there through Easter. Okay, so that's the the sacrifice I make for fantasy baseball. <laughs>
1: Hey, that that big money league has paid for a lot of fun things for your, for your family.
2: Uh, so, he, Dad, there's part of that. There's truth in that. <laughs> so i could pay for another family vacation if I manage yeah. to manage to pull one off again, like I did uh, 2018.
1: There you go. Yeah, we won't be able to get together to do a lot of researching before that because of your vacation. But uh, yeah, I'm not no. sure you're. Pretty much ready to rock and roll.
2: I I am, um, you know. I just I need you to talk me into why I need to keep Mike Trout for fifty dollars because (laughs) I'm really, really not sold. um, You know, just you would think that that fifty dollar plateau would be reserved for like the true like five tool, right? This guy's going to give you stats in every single category. Mike Trout just doesn't run anymore.
1: He doesn't. Uh, but the only argument I can give back to you is you're not going to find a more uh, steady or guaranteed right. as far as those other numbers. That's what you're paying for you know, is to not have to worry about home runs, RBI runs and batting average with this one guy. Like you don't have to worry about that at all.
2: Right. No, Like you pretty much know that you can pencil in Mike Trout and he's going to hit no worse than 280 he hits a whole season. He's going to hit forty bombs. He's going to drive in a hundred runs. He's going to score a hundred times. That like you're just going to like that's right. That's like the the floor for a full season of Mike Trout, right? Yes. <laughs> that's not even the ceiling. That's just what you're going to get, and you probably get lucky if you get ten steals.
1: I'm absolutely not telling you that it would be a, a a bad move or a dumb move to cut bait with Minecraft for $50, but I'm just saying that's what you're getting. No, I understand. It's up, it's up to you if you want to swallow that 50, 50 bucks for that guaranteed stat yeah. or if you want to
2: yeah, my, uh, cut bait. You know me, my natural inclination is to not keep players that expensive. That's <laughs> yeah, all the way back to the Paul Conurco days, um, our first year. No, <laughs> oh, you got to keep Paul Conurco for thirty-five dollars, and man, he was terrible. Well, but that was also Paul Konerko's not Mike Trump.
1: That's for sure. Yeah.
2: but there's always and that
1: hard,
2: all... There's always that thing that goes off in my brain that says, "Okay, I can throw this guy back, and if he goes for, and if I get him back at forty-three, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You've, uh, you've you've saved money, or you let somebody else take the risk of dumping a fifth of their." resources into one player
0: right
2: so that's sort but, of my like, you
0: yeah.
2: you know and I understand what you're saying because we have quality keepers that have definitely have plus value right so we have we know we have guys that are going to earn more than what we've kept them for but man 50 bucks that's a lot of money
0: no no doubt
2: so that's no, like no that guy doubt gets it's hurt. <laughs> you know maybe it's over yeah you know yeah this is true and knowing the way that I you know sort of draft you know i mean i can get three mid-tier 15 to 20 dollar guys for that price who could all produce
1: maybe they could but none of them I have know. The guarantees of numbers uh that I, know. Draft
2: is. I know that's tough that 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 is that is tough but that's also the difference between having 97 on draft day or 147 on draft day man that's a big difference yeah I just love to saddle other teams with big contracts, you know the reason I was able to trade for Mike trout as a fifty dollar player was because the team that drafted him stunk <laughs> and part of the reason they stunk was because they dumped fifty dollars right into one player now here I am sitting there like, do I make the same decision um, so don't be shocked if you see that email come through on Wednesday and I have not kept mike trout I, I, i'm I, I'm not saying I've decided, but You know, if you see it, I'm sure you'll understand.
1: I will completely understand.
2: You know, it won't be one of those you're like, man, you should have kept him. (laughs) Because there's nothing that says because you don't keep him that you don't get him back, which is always the one, you know, which is always the one thing that you can throw out there. I don't think he goes for 50 again. I really don't.
1: Probably not. Yeah, I would think 40 to forty.
2: Yeah, Pretty I'm long. guessing high 40s. I'm thinking because yeah. you're going to get a feeding frenzy. He'll probably be, if I throw him back, he'll probably be the first player nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it's usually big name pitcher or, you know, like top, top pitcher, like back when it was Pedro Martinez, you know, or it's a guy like, because the guys like Trout usually don't come available very often, mm-hmm. which would make this the second auction in a row that he's available because well, last year we obviously didn't play, and then in 2019, it was the first time he had ever gone up for bid in the league, right? Because Ben, one of the, the teams that drafted him as a minor league player, he had him for like seven years.
1: Right, just kept extending him, because why would you not?
2: Right, because he had him at $10 and gave him a four-year extension. So he had Trout in the minors under control, and then and then had him for his first six full years of major league service.
0: Yeah. Um
2: and then, so I think that first time he came available, everyone was like, oh, i got to get Mike Trout. And we weren't mm-hmm. the team that bid the 50. We knew better.
0: <laughs> right.
2: Which is also well, why I'm thinking in my mind that, yes, even though possession is, is nine-tenths of the game and you've got the guy, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't spend 50 on him, so why would I keep him for 50?
1: Yeah, that's not your thing—is to spend that much on one guy. No, you
2: know, I, you know, I've, I've been happiest of the years where we have a whole bunch of $17 players.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not arguing uh, that you have to keep it. Uh, I'll, I'll put it right out there like this: if, if I'm doing a percentage on how I feel about it, what I would do if, if I were making that decision. I'm probably sitting 60% keep them at 50%, 40% throw them back. So, obviously, I'm not saying that it's a slam right. dunk.
2: Where I am probably so. the exact opposite. I'm probably 40% keep them and, and, and 60% throw them back. You know, especially like, you know, we we usually do well with cheap pitching and we don't go, you know, we don't go over the top. We haven't thrown $30. Other than a closer, we don't throw $30 at starting pitchers. We just don't. Right. You know, so we'll see. I'm tired. I'm going to decide. I got until Wednesday. I know Wednesday morning, I told my wife, I got to send this email. I'm taking my laptop. I'll be every night working on stuff. I made. I printed up blank sheets for myself so that I can actually fill in all the roster sheets probably after the kids go to bed on, on Wednesday while we're on vacation, or I could have the roster up in the car and be doing it in the car because we got an 11-hour drive home, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'll be sitting in the car doing research you know, for the draft, (laughs) drive it home on Friday. And you said you weren't sure if you're going to be there Saturday because you got a thing with your shot.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that the uh, recovery, that's what I've been reading. I've been kind of scared as to the second shot and how people have been feeling afterwards. And that my second shot is coming Thursday afternoon, which is Saturday right there. It's it's squarely. So there's a chance I won't be able to to stagger to the computer if it's hurting that bad or if I'm feeling that that terrible. But but we'll see. Yeah.
2: Or, you know, even if you're not there for the whole time, you know, yeah, whatever you, because I just have a feeling some of it could be Yeah, you know, even if you can just listen in and text me, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, because that's what we have to figure out is if you are going to be around and available that day is how we're going to communicate.
1: Right. Because obviously I can't hold the phone up and talk to you about what's going on because I'm on camera. (laughs) Or I just I mean, got to You could literally just the sit the there camera and look off. at me,
2: and you could just give me the look. You, I, you, I know the look. <laughs> just get that, <laughs> just get that wide-eyed glare. Like, don't you do it? Don't you do it? And then I'll, and then I'll bid again. I'll do the Tim Salmon. I'll do the Tim Salmon move.
1: Uh, don't no, please don't don't no. Tim Salmon. Yeah, i remember, you yeah. wanna,
2: nothing how you better do two
1: dollars on him. So, ah, on. We
2: were still downtown for that one. We were still at the at the oh, yeah. Aon building for the Amaco, mm-hmm. you know, big Sandroyo building, is what I was call it. but that's where we were, and I remember I'm sitting there, and somebody goes, Tim Salmon, $1, and I look over at you, and you give me this whole, you basically, you don't even are shy about it, you just give me this look like, what the hell, man, no! <laughs> you know I thought he was that's completely washed, yeah. He's like, totally, he's toast, he's Carlos Delgado done, apparently. <laughs> and I was just like, "Ah, eh, two, and nobody said three, and I was like, uh-oh, oh, man. <laughs> you know, But he turned out to have a good year.
1: Yes, he was much his, better than I
2: thought he would. His be. last good one. So those, right. one of those. That's that, that, that's sort of what started the joke of you tell me not to bid on somebody, and I bid on him. <laughs> right. And then we and then actually is, I don't think that's as famous as the pen story.
1: Oh, the uh, the Casey Blake.
2: Was that case? No, or... no, no. The, where you were pointing at a guy.
1: Oh, that on one. The, oh, on that the was. Uh...
2: And your pen was pointing at somebody else. I'm not so going to remember
1: the uh, the other guy, right. but the one – the guy that you thought I was pointing at was definitely Dan Wheeler. Right. And so you wind up with Dan Wheeler. He's a buck. And right. I and was not looking, looking, at looking at him and at, at,
2: like, at all. The, the look that you're giving me is like, I wasn't – I wasn't pointing at him. I was like, well, no, it's right. your pen.
1: <laughs> right. I was pointing but with had... my finger, but I had the pen in my hand, so the pen was pointing <laughs> somewhere else. So you were looking at the pen. Yeah.
2: And you and you ended up pointing at Wheeler, which is funny because he ended up being like he getting like a ton of saves that year.
1: Right, they Tampa went through one of those situations yeah. where their, their top four or five closures got hurt, so he wound up being the guy, and he actually was extremely valuable for a buck.
2: So that and uh, yes. would
1: have never thought to, to bid on him.
2: And so I believe from that point forward, you would you actually would point with just a finger and not a pen. Yeah, I, I
1: made sure to be very careful about that.
2: Which is funny, because the guy who you were pointing at, and I don't remember who it was, was probably trash. We don't know.
1: Probably. I don't remember.
2: But yeah, it was funny, because I see the pen, and it's pointing towards Wheeler, and I was like, oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, that's a good pick. (laughs) Get him, and you're like, well, that's not who I was pointing at.
1: (laughs) I forgot about him so much, I wasn't even pointing at him.
2: Oh, man. Good stories. I'm going to miss those types of stories. So I'm hoping by 2022 we can actually be back live in person doing this again, because that is... There's nothing better. I'm
1: very sure we'll be back by, by next year. You saw how many people wanted to be back this year.
2: I would have voted to I would have gone. Really? Well, we're driving back from vacation the day before, so what's the difference that we just stop in Chicago?
1: Yeah, well, there's, it's still a risk out there. I understand. The, but if
2: it's a room of guys and we're all spaced out, and, yeah, I would have been perfectly fine if they were able to find a big enough room. So, no, I, I would say half the room was for it. Like yeah, there were was people, a lot of there, was... there were people that were like, "Why can't we just like do this? Let's do it outside." You know, I was like, eh, "I don't know about that." Yeah, that and I would not... All my notes blowing away.
1: <laughs> it was it was just just it's Chicago in in uh,
2: in April, you know, the yeah, end of no. March. No. Yeah, it could be thirty degrees with snow.
1: Right, there's a chance it could be twenty something degrees. So now yeah. that was not going to happen.
2: Right. So no, oh, yeah. I, I, I definitely got that sense that, that this is sort of the this zoom thing is a one off and it's a compromise and this is not the way that we prefer to do it, which is what I'd like to hear. No. No, I I'd
1: fully anticipate uh buying a bus ticket and being up there in Chicago next year with you.
2: Yeah, no, I I I'm all for it. Cause those are good times.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that was fun.
2: Yeah. So I don't, I don't got too much else. Uh, you know, we don't have to actually talk that much strategy. I think I know my keepers because they've been my keepers for a year. Right. Normally I would call you up and go through the whole team and be like, should I keep this guy? Should I keep this guy? And I mean, I've been texting you that there was anybody, you know, that I wasn't sure about, you know, cause we had a guy get hurt. And then you're like, no, 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 I'll keep him." And I was like, okay, I'll keep him." you know? So other than that, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. You know, we lost some guys to the NL. Um, and I was hoping Trevor Bauer would come back to the AL because under our weird league rules, I would have gotten to keep him. (laughs) But that didn't happen.
1: Unfortunately, that didn't happen.
2: That didn't happen. That would have been odd. He goes to play in the NL for a year and then comes back, and he's still on my team, which breaks the rule of the league. (laughs) But since last year was treated as non-existent for our league, so that's funny because that means I literally have Kyle Lewis as a farm player right now even though he was Mm -hmm. just Rookie of the Year.
1: Right. And I'm sure there there was some people that went to the NL last year and then came back to the AL. I don't don't know who they would be, but I'm sure there is. Yeah,
2: so I'm sure there's somebody who's benefited, or it's just somebody who's so unimportant that it doesn't matter. um, Yeah. Because it's not just the guy. It's the price tag attached to the guy. So we'll see. So yeah, I'm sure I'll be uh as I'm researching any stuff this week, I'm sure you'll get a random text from me this week. Hey, what do you think about this guy? You know? Uh you're gonna have to be my eyes, no joke, you're gonna have to be my eyes on this opening week of baseball because I'm not gonna see anything. Other than yeah, box you'll, scores. You'll be out of pocket. I'll see box scores and you know, I've got my MLB uh T V so I'll be able to watch highlights and stuff like that. But that's about all I'm gonna have knowledge of is, is just stats.
1: Well, I'll be there all day uh, Friday uh, if I got the Friday and Saturday off work. Nice. Uh, So I'll be keeping an eye on all of that. You gave me the the World Series picks, but I didn't write them down. So what were they again?
2: Uh, Padres, Yankees. San Diego over New York. Yes, San Diego over New York. All right. Oh yeah, that was uh,
1: that was interesting. I I can't believe we got through it because it looked like we were not. I thought uh, I we were going we to were done. the show.
2: Uh, I seriously <laughs> yeah. thought. I was literally at the point where I was like, "Okay, we'll do the NL when I get back." <laughs> we have an AL um, preview that's up right now. Right, we'll do a aftermath. Aftermath <laughs> 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 would be the first time
1: baseball preview review or something. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah,
1: well,
2: yeah we, it, we did. Yeah. No, we, we, we powered through, and uh, no, it was good that you could get back. your power came back on, and hopefully uh, Blog yeah. Talk Radio eliminates that dead zone in the middle of the show.
1: <laughs> but you know what? If they don't, we've had dead zones that, that were longer that they kept in. We've, we've had 10 minutes trying to get back in. We're veterans at this now. This is old hat.
2: <sighs> yeah. It's been a while, though. Well, this one was obviously not Blog Talk Radio's issue.
1: Right. Right.
2: So, yeah, it's definitely been a while am, since
1: we had to go through that. I
2: am. I'm gonna go to bed. I got to get up at six o'clock <laughs> in the morning, uh, cause I got to pack. So I got to go to work
1: yeah.
2: in the morning, and then I and then we're leaving after I get off work. So I'm working tomorrow until five o'clock. So I got to get up, pack, get everything ready. So I when I get home tomorrow night, we literally just boom jump in the car, start driving. So.
1: No. Well, hopefully, you guys have a really good trip and uh, enjoy Branson, Missouri.
2: Yeah, I'll and, give uh, you a. I'll give you a full report. I'll tell you how much uh, bad stuff happened, but we still had a good time.
1: Can't do that. That's my gimmick. steal no. my gimmick.
2: <laughs> like, okay, I won't steal your move. I'll stay safe down there. Hopefully, you don't you know blow away or end up in Oz or anything like that.
1: Uh, but you can probably still hear some thunder as the show yeah. is going on. You see still, any but, uh... witches
2: on bicycles? Uh... <laughs> Watch out! All
1: right. Is Jay? I am Dre. This has been Kings of Non Sequitur, the off-season version of in much less detailed the podcast, and this has been our baseball preview for 2021. Hopefully, it was fun despite all the technical issues, and we'll see how it turns out at the end of the year. The funniest thing about baseball predictions, you can pretty much throw them all out the window because it's baseball, and you have no freaking idea after 162 yeah. games.
2: Yeah, because it's happen? fun. I think the most fun we have is when we get to about the All Star break or the trade deadline. And we go through these previews, and we're just like, yeah, oh, man.
1: Ooh, that didn't come through at all. Well, because
2: you never know if you're going to have that situation where where you have the Rockies win, like, 20 out of 21 that one year, right? Oh, yeah, September to to win out, or you have a team just completely shit the bed in September. Um, You know, if Craig Council blows his arms out of his bullpen like I fully expect him to with the the full slate, oh, man. (laughs) And season. how many Josh, Josh Hader's arm will be dead by the Fourth of July?
1: And how many teams are going to look completely different than what they look like
2: after trade deadlines? Like some of these teams yeah. transform half
1: their their lineup.
2: Yeah, I mean, if the Cubs do line. what we're expecting them to do, they might not even look all like right. they have that World Series team at all anymore. So we'll see. Yeah, no kidding. All
1: right, uh, by our usual off-season schedule, the next time you hear from us should be for WrestleMania. Wow, uh, the week that you. Uh, after you get back that 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 monday the uh, the 4th of april that uh, monday night arm?
2: oh wow and I that's worked right that, i worked that night too so oh. it will be that will be that'll be a hard one i don't know if i'm actually going to be able to watch um hmm. to watch the go home the rhyme i'll have to read up
1: well it's okay cuz whatever you read it'll be exactly well, yeah what you it's expect, like so.
2: it's like catching up on soaps it's, it's yeah I could literally just read a random "What happened non-Raw" on on something and go, okay, the same guy fought this different same guy, <laughs> and they're having a beef and they're going to fight at WrestleMania. So, okay.
1: Yep. You you got it. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. We we talk about it every year. I I, I think I uh, I don't think I'll ever have a prediction as solid as my my money in the bank one from a few WrestleManias ago. That probably is when I should have retired talking about wrestling.
1: You had Seth Rollins running out and cashing in that money in the bank. You were all over it.
2: Yeah. You know, but you had the you had the streak ending, though.
1: I did. I The, the way they were building that match with Undertaker and Brock Lesnar, yeah. where they just had Lesnar kept looking like a chump, just look like a pussy over and over again. I'm like, there's no reason to do that unless they're going to actually have him go over at WrestleMania. Right. Sure enough, that's, that's what they did.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'll figure. be ready. You know me. I, I can... Uh, I'll bring my uh, unique <laughs> brand of <laughs> of hate-watching wrestling to the show.
1: <laughs> and uh, hopefully, Jerry, the wrestling expert, will be uh, once again joining us and be ready to go yeah. as well. All right. All right. Uh, this has been the baseball preview. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And we'll be back Monday, April the 4th, for our WrestleMania preview. Everybody... Get ready for some real baseball, the whole real full season coming up. And we'll talk to you in April.